right, everyone. How you doing? I am Sergio from the Dodgeball Podcast, and here with me I have... Bill Williams. Um, where, what am I? Captain of the Leamington Spartans third team. Glamorous, I know. And uh, more, probably more importantly, manager of the Wales international team. And that's the entire Wales organization, not just that Wales is, men's. No, no, no. And it, it, yeah, we. I'm, I'm in charge of it all. The whole show. Um, so yeah, when or you know, if I, I, no, 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 no. If in the unlikely event we don't do very well at Euros, it's all <laughs> in my head, um, and, it, and it'll be me that's out the door. Um, but in the in the likely event that we do really well at Euros, then it will be all down to the players and the coaches. But yeah, that's how it, you know how it works. In you're you're yeah. getting the pleasantries out of the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It will be. Yeah, it will. I do all the legwork behind the scenes, doing all the organising. But yeah, um, when it comes down to the court side of things, that's down to the really talented players that we've got. And I will be there to witness the result of his job security. Um, I'll yeah. be in, in Croatia in a couple of months. Yeah, you know, like it's how it's like in the American football. At the end of the uh, the regular season, there's Black Monday, isn't there, where they fire all the coaches. I can. Um, I'm just praying that we do all right. That I still got a job on the Monday following Euros. That's well, that's all I'm hoping. I think you're going to be saved from the Black Monday ism because I don't know if that's. I mean, that's definitely an American football thing. That is a very solid observation. But I don't know if it's a European thing because from what I hear, we're going to have an after party on Monday. So you might get saved um, till Tuesday. Maybe, maybe the Tuesday, yeah. You might get a pardon till Tuesday, or you might oh, get a contract extension for Worlds. I, might, I don't know. I might, I, I might get, yeah, it, we'll, we will see. It depends <laughs> if there's somebody else that wants to do the job, I guess, will be the one <laughs> but, um, Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I am the manager of the Wales dodgeball team. For sure. Um, so before we get into how you became the king of the dragons, let's get some preliminaries Ooh. out of the way. You like that one? How the wordplay? Oh, we're ju- yeah, we're just putting some <laughs> new kit design together, actually, Sergio. And I, I did wonder oh. what to put on the back of mine. So king of the dragon. Now then, now then, yeah. Now we're talking. King of the dragons. There we go. We we got an exclusive first. You got his uh, <laughs> dodgeball nickname right there, the king of the dragons. All right. So what's your jersey number, and what's the story behind? Um, the number you choose to play with yeah so I've got two um so the first one is 15 um so I was born on the 15th of February so when I got into sports 15 was just the number that that, that stuck um and then when I moved over to Spartans 15 was already taken uh so I chose 44 um and the reason for that really is just growing up um in North Wales I spent a lot of time with my grandmother my nan um and we always used to, well i didn't play the lottery i was too young uh but she would also go and put a number or a couple of uh, lines of the lottery down and she would always put 44 it's just our number um so it's just just a bit of a meaningful number for us so yeah i'm either 15 or 44 um yeah i think though i've got to, if if i ever stick on a whale shirt i think i've got to wait eight, wear 87 the year of the birth um because 44 and 15 are already taken um so i was really running out of numbers but um, I don't think I'll be playing anytime soon for the Welsh team. <laughs> Something's gone really wrong if I'm playing. Um, but, um, uh, but yeah, 87 is that reserve number just in case. Gotcha. I guess we're both born the same year, but somehow aged differently. Because um, if you see me <laughs> on the court, that's problems for the other team. Um, <laughs> if you see if you see me on court, it's problem for our team. That's the, that's <laughs> the... <laughs> nice. All right, so 
when did you start playing dodgeball? Was it in uni? Was it out of uni? What was that first time experience like? Yeah, so no, I didn't. I didn't. Um, uh, I didn't go through the uni route. It was actually a few years post uni, which is probably why my relatively short dodgeball career is already cascading. Um, but it, no, um, yeah. So I, uh, yeah, it was about five or six years after after uni, and um, I just moved to Leicester in in the UK. Um, I was looking for a new hobby. I'd watched the film very recently, um, obviously, and. Um, yeah, I saw an advert for the local dodgeball club, uh, Leicester Minotaurs, as they were at the time. Um, and they were, uh, yeah, doing some kind of beginner training sessions. And I went to a couple of those. And yeah, it was just, I got addicted straight away. And it was, yeah, all all, all things dodgeball from, the, from then on in. So, yeah, it was just a case of kind of trying to learn the ropes a little bit from um the 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 minor tours at the time we were just trying to transfer it was I think I played the final season of three ball dodgeball which we used to have um and then yeah and then it was a case of them moving on to the kind of the the, the five ball version um so that was interesting so just about spent a year of learning three ball and then it was like okay scrap all you've forgotten no sorry scrap everything you've learned for the last year you know onto five ball and I was like okay so the, it was restart again for me um but yeah so it was just and at the time Leicester Minotaurs were doing really well um I I spent, I spent a lot of time either in the seconds or the thirds team um but yeah we we it was it was good times when we started there so the first year when you barely started playing, it would have had to have been around the 2016 year. Something about, I think it was about 2016, yeah. That was the year when it transitioned from three to five. Yeah. So, kinda, so I'm going to ask you two, two questions here. Go One, on. um, was there anyone in, the, uh, in Leicester that served as a mentor to you that is still around now? And mm. two, how did it essentially feel to learn the game twice over in a short time frame, considering the time that you started was that transitional period? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the advantage was I never really learned three ball properly, if I'm being honest. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so obviously five ball, it was just a case of, okay, I think it was probably easy for me to pick up five ball just because I was going really kind of fresh minded to it. I hadn't really been institutionalized with three ball. Um, so it was really just kind of like, I'm just learning a new sport. Let's try it, you know, and this one looks more fun, to be honest. It's a bit, there's a bit more going on. It's a, it's a bit more interesting. Um, I'm all for it. So I, I didn't, like I say, I hadn't necessarily had five, six, seven years of playing with three ball. Um, in terms of mentors, I think, uh, the, the obvious one that stands out for me is Dan Ryan. Uh, he was essentially a bit of the leader of the club, really. Um, obviously very successful player, um, national and international um, great career with Scotland most noticeably but um, yeah he was he was always um, really good for me and really good with me in terms of helping me learn the ropes of the game and what have you um, competitive son of a gun won't lie um, <laughs> and I think I think that does sometimes spill up on, on court or it used to certainly anyway um, but yeah I think uh, <laughs> not so much nowadays but um, yeah he, he was really really good um and there was a lot of but then we had a lot of good people around on the, at the club at the time when I first started there was um you know we had a lot of people that just wanted you know just wanted to win just wanted to to make the club as be the best they could um and you know there's a I made 
a lot of friends with people now that are a big part of Wales as well. So um, the little did I know people like um, Sam Ward and Catherine Thomas and people like that, that um, I then become later down the line, you know, really good, uh, good friends with in terms of everything we do with Wales at the moment. So um, yeah, really, uh, yeah, it was quite of an eye opener at the time, but I didn't necessarily realize it if you see what I mean. You look back on it, it's more of an eye opener. You appreciate it more, but during that yeah. time, it was just something fun to do. I, I just, at the time, it was a case of I'm, I'm playing this ridiculous me. sport where I'm getting a ball thrown at me and I'm kind of enjoying it. It's It, it was <laughs> weird. Um, but yeah, and, and obviously everybody then makes the jokes about you, you know, oh, you're dodging wrenches at training. I hate the fucking jokes. My response is, yeah, we just dodge traffic instead. We don't do wrenches. I don't um, even, yeah, I'm in LA. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't been to the UK that well for my friend. Oh, my days. Um <laughs> But yeah, so it's, it's yeah, and, and that was the thing. It was just kind of a case of getting used to five ball, I think. And um, I mean, my my regret is that I, I went to Birmingham University, University of Birmingham. So there was a dodgeball team there and I really wish I'd got involved earlier on um, just because I've enjoyed the sport so much. I, you know, I, I, it's kind of a bit of a what if type of thing. If I'd have yeah. got learned it a little bit earlier, um, maybe when I was in slightly better shape, I could have peaked a bit sooner um, and had a bit of a longer peak. But it, yeah, I, I think that's my only regret, really. But ever since I got into it, it's been a great way to kind of socialise, great way to uh, meet really interesting people along the way. Um, and I say the, the opportunities that have come with it. Yeah, unreal, really. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, you mentioned two people that I got to meet last year, uh, and that's mm. Sam Ward and Catherine Thomas. I met yeah, them in yeah. class. Top-notch, solid people. I, I can't, Absolutely. I can't talk nothing. I can't say anything more than that. And I mean, they, they really are. They really are nice and really solid people. So I love those guys. They're really cool. Yeah. Um, so how long did you play with uh, Lester before you, I guess, transferred <laughs> to, to to Spartans? Yeah. Um, so I said the, the easiest way is all the way up until pre-pandemic. Um, oh. So. Uh, I was living in Leicester and um, in the November before the, what was it a bit before that? I, I lose all track of time, but um, but I just, um, basically I work in universities. I'm a careers consultant uh, in, in university. So I just got a new job going back to the university that I studied at, University of Birmingham. Um, and so I was commuting from Leicester to Birmingham, which is a rather large commute. Um, <laughs> and so I'd made a decision basically by the end of the year to, to move back to Birmingham and to kind of quit Leicester without really knowing what I was going to do. Um, and yeah, so in that kind of, obviously the pandemic then hit in the March, it curtailed the season anyway. And then, yeah, there was a bit of a gap in terms of well, what am I doing here? Um, and then, yeah, I basically... Leamington is about 40 minutes from, from Birmingham where I was living. So um, a couple of the, um, a couple of guys, I, well, I then started taking up golf because, you know, I don't know if you had the same rules in the US, but um, golf was essentially the first sport that was, uh, everybody was allowed to do when the pandemic ended. Right. So I think a lot of people in the UK certainly were like, oh. I've got have I got some spare golf clubs? Let's go and play golf. And so um I'd met a new um other half, a new, new girlfriend in who lived in Warwick, which is literally next door to, to Leamington Spa. So I was starting to kind of 
you know, just get some time outside, started picking up the golf clubs, going to driving ranges. And that's where I met uh, people like Ryan Neal, um, Lewis Diggins, people I knew through dodgeball, but they were, um, yeah, they, you know, started playing golf with them essentially. And that's how they started to then rope me in to, to actually go and join Spartans. Because I wasn't actually totally sure if I was coming back to dodgeball, because obviously it was a long time, wasn't it, the pandemic? Yeah. So I wasn't sure if I was coming back, you know, I was... 34 and I was thinking you know is it re- do I really come back and um or do I do I leave it there um and no but then like I said those guys kind of enticed me back in and uh yeah then I then I got stuck into to Lemmings and Spartans really okay I got I gotta ask just because this is gonna be a fun question and I'm sure you're in trouble for it um from okay so obviously not comparing so much in the past but who's the best golfer out of the out of the bunch oh that's definitely me I just 100%. want to say this for the audience at home. We have the cameras on, right? Yeah. I literally asked this question. He said it with a straight look, no hesitation. He's saying he's the best golfer that they got over in Spartans. All right. Absolutely. I got to hear I mean, this. Look, look, Ryan Neal <laughs> can't be good at everything. He can't be world-class at everything, right? So the guy just needs to let somebody else have a go um, at being at being better than in all truth, though, Sergio, he is <laughs> annoyingly. He's a really good golfer, actually. Yeah. He's a, he's, he's, <laughs> yeah, the truth really, comes out. It's Ryan, um, he's a champion. <laughs> he, he is. He is pretty handy on a golf course. I think I, I know what his post. Whenever he retires from dodgeball, he's definitely going all in on golf. I think. Um, but yeah, we're to be honest, we um, we're, we're at similar levels. Me, me, and me and Ryan. So he's. Uh, I think he's. I think I was definitely when we first started, I was definitely better than him, but he's definitely catching me up. Um, but yeah, the, the guy I, I know you've spoken to before, like the guy's got such like an addictive personality in terms of, okay, if I, and he's got a really kind of strong mindset of, okay, if I'm going to take this on, I'm going all in. Um, and so now, you know, whenever, anytime we're at the driving range or the golf course, he's going in all the technical stuff. And I'm just like, Look, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just, I'm just here to play. Um, so yeah, he's, he, you know, and and I know it's exactly reflective of how he plays dodgeball and um, as well, which is which is awesome. But yeah, so I've got to make sure that um, the Wales job doesn't take too much of my time because I still need to make sure I go to the driving range and stay ahead of him because <laughs> that's what I've got. That's all I've got at the moment. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely say. Don't get me wrong, we've got some really useful golf golfers at Spartans. But um yeah, I think I'm just about ahead of them, which is my only thing when I'm that's the only thing. <laughs> you know, when I'm playing thirds and the rest of them are playing in the in, in the first team. But uh, yeah, can't, can't complain. Can't complain. All right, but you gotta have you gotta have something. You gotta have I've something. Gotta, it's my one. It's let me have one. You that's gotta have one. Just let Ryan me have really one. can't take everything. He can't. He can't. The guys win worlds, Euros, everything. Lee, you know what he kind of reminds me of now that you mentioned it? Mm. So I don't know if you follow him, but his name is Ryan Goggins. I'll say I know him. Okay. So this is, this is probably going to be like the biggest, like, <laughs> biggest compliment. It, Ryan's ears are going to be burning right now. So I'm pretty sure he cool. knows who it is. So Ryan, um, Ryan. No, David Goggins is a former Navy SEAL. And he's a New York Times bestselling author. And his particular story, like, what, what, this guy is just crazy. Okay, this guy lost. Okay, well, I know you guys use kilograms. I don't know how much this would be in pounds. I'm going to let you do that on yeah, your Yeah, I'll, I'll do the next story. <laughs> he lost, like, to join the Navy, he lost, like, 200 pounds. 
So he was wow. morbidly obese. That's like a whole just, human person. <laughs> essentially, a whole American. Yeah, I mean, we're a bunch of fat pricks over here. <laughs> Speaking for everyone, not me, because people know me. I'm far from it. Um, <laughs> like pretty much 200 pounds in three months just to even get to the Navy. Mm. And then to go into BUDS, which is a, the SEAL training program, to even be qualified for it, he had to, you know, run like what was it 120 mile or he had to do like 120 wow. mile race over a weekend and a certain amount of like push-ups and meet a certain bunch of physical requirements so he pretty much he, he did a marathon where i think he ran from los angeles to las vegas or something and that's almost mm. like 500 miles that he ran roughly and this wow. is even before he became a seal Wow. When he, when he was going through like, you know, buds and seal training and they're carrying the boats on their heads, he had a lot of shin splints. That's insane. And that this guy insane. was so intense that he was, you know, smack talking the, the instructors. So while the instructors are telling you, do it, do it, do it. He's over here like, oh no, we got this. Don't even worry about it. We got that. like, really? You're that hardcore <laughs> and you're going up against these guys? So that's what Ryan reminds me of because he doesn't, yeah. he gotta be the best at everything. This man, I can give this man my Nintendo Switch. Doesn't even play video games, I would imagine. And in two months, this guy is one of the best Super Smash Brother players I've ever seen. Yeah, he is that determined. That that's, that's Ryan right there. Ryan don't don't Ryan don't give a damn. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and but do you know what what I really like though about Ryan and and he's gonna um he's gonna be really annoyed for me saying this, but I actually. <laughs> You know what I've really noticed, and I suppose you know when I was when I was at Leicester, and obviously wasn't part of the same club. He was at Meteors at the time, um, but yeah, now being part of the same club, what I actually see is also such a really good side about him in terms of you know he knows he's one of the top players, but he's not afraid to give advice away. He doesn't mind kind of um, passing on. You know, um, he's really good. Yeah, knowledge, technique, advice, anything that kind of helps helps others. And I think that's kind of a real kind of kind of selfless way um, that he does it. And I think um, you know, I, I've you know grown huge respect for him for 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 that kind of approach because I think you know it'd be really easy to kind of be feel threatened from others. And you know, we spoke. You know, I know you recently spoke to like the Hopkins um, boys and. You know he's he's doing a lot of work with that with them guys as well and um you know i don't think he's you know he's, he's yeah just got a huge respect for him for the fact that he's quite willing to kind of give that away because i know that some people some people wouldn't with that amount of talent wouldn't give those secrets away right they would be like no I'm, i don't want to be i don't want to give you that, that that opportunity to catch me up type of thing yeah but, um and i certainly you know when we play golf as well like he's the same he's exactly the same he, he'll ask me for advice and and he'll, he'll pass the advice on as well you know so um certainly my game's actually dare I say improved a little bit since going to Spartans just because he's uh um he's passed on some really really great advice as well along the way so yeah huge kudos to him he's like the British Obi-Wan I'd say so yeah <laughs> that's a nice yeah. analogy yeah. right there yeah he is the Obi-Wan Kenobi don't ask me who the other don't ask me who Darth Vader is in British Dodgeball but he's certainly the uh, Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi <laughs> Just for the record, I wasn't going to go there, but now you put that out there in the ether and somebody's going to ask you. I'm just saying. No comment. No comment. No no comment. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make it easy. It's probably me. Most people hate me anyways. Um, (laughs) I'm surely not. Surely not. (laughs) But uh, so you joined Spartans, you know, sometime after the pandemic, not realizing if you were going to come back or not. Mm. What was 
other than the moments of the golf course, because I would imagine there's always that moment where you think, did I make this decision? Did I make the right decision joining this club or joining this hobby or whatever? Mm -hmm. Was there a moment or a series of moments after that? You know, you come back, you got your kit, you're already on the thirds. Like, were you determined like, oh, wait, this was the right decision. Was it this particular moment? Was this particular car ride? Was this particular text Um, thread that you found that was hilarious or whatever, you know, just. Yeah. I think, um, so I don't think anybody would be too offended if I say like the, I think the end of minor tours as it was at the time in in Leicester wasn't particularly pretty. I I wasn't personally involved in any of it, but there was a lot of kind of behind the scenes stuff that wasn't going so well. So I think what I really appreciated when I joined Spartans was just the really good blend of people that are there. Um, And I think I was playing, I think I finished, I say I've, at Leicester, I was always kind of a bit of either seconds player or thirds player, and neither of those teams were doing particularly well. So I think as well, when I joined Spartans in the first season I played, I played in the seconds team um, who had already achieved like back-to-back promotions and we're going for another one. And I joined onto that team and it was just the fact, if I'm being honest, Sergio, it was just really nice to be part of a winning team. Um, and, um, you know, I, th- I feel like for a lot of years, I kind of grafted in kind of not, great teams if you see what I mean that's no disrespect there's a lot of really talent you know no not everybody can win every year right in every game you know there's always going to be teams that finish near the bottom there's always going to be teams that finish near the top and so um and so yeah I just think it was it was just so so nice for me just to kind of actually be part of that um and and kind of get you know get, get be part of that kind of culture and I think um there's some really young, talented guys on the seconds team, and you know that uh, going through the have been going through the uni ranks and what have you with with Warwick, and are now playing. I would say a big part of the Spartans team. So I think it was just really just a combination of all of those things. And like I say, um, because my partner is living in Warwick, it was also for me a a way of me trying to also because I'd not really had any connections to Warwick or Leamington, so it was just a really nice kind of part for me to get to know some people in that in the in the local area so it didn't you know if you've ever moved to an area where you don't really know and you don't really know have any connections or what have you for me it was just a really important way to kind of start to build some friendships and things like that with with people from that area so I think it wasn't necessarily a specific moment but I think as the that first season kind of progressed um I think that was just uh, you know it was just it all started feeling really really positive and um yeah I think it was like I say it was just you know, and get to see some of the guys that play in that first team who are just ridiculously good. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, it's scary to play against them in training, if I'm being honest. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just seeing some of the stuff that they do and and what have you. Yeah, really, really impressive. And yeah, like I say, that it's just a really good, positive culture there. And I think that was that was really kind of what what took me, to be honest. So it was pretty much the encapsulation of that return season when you came back. It wasn't just like yeah. one or two moments. It was pretty much the entire season. Yeah, all those and rides a... going up to St. George's Park or wait, yeah, what, oh wait, exactly. Hold on, hold on. You said you played on the thirds. Where did they play? So um, they when played I, some uh, other gym, right? So no. Um, so for the first season I was there, um, we only had two teams. So we had the first team and the second team. Oh, okay. um, so I was part of the second team. Um, and so, yeah, we were playing St. George's and, and, and I think we we're in league two at the time. So we managed to finish second in league two that season. Um, and obviously get, uh, got promoted, um, finishing just behind Nighthawks. Um, and then last season, 
So I've only been there two seasons. It's, it feels like a lot longer, um, <laughs> but in a good way, in a good way. Um, but then last season, I was pro- primarily in the thirds. So they recruited quite a few different players that are either returning back to the club or you know, just seeing how good a, a culture we've got at, at Spartans. And, you know, success brings kind of pe- more interest from other players to come and join and so um you know the club really kind of inflated that way um and whilst you know I'd always back myself to do a role in the seconds um I think yeah you know I'm also realistic enough to know that that there you are know, some really talented guys going going into the seconds that are trying to push to get into the first and and I know where my level's at right now I'm not going to be one of those guys that's pushing first I think um what I've kind of ended up settling into the third team is just going to be that ever-present kind of constant person there and we've got some really talented guys who I know you've spoken to recently that are going to be pushing to try and get second team and all that kind of stuff so I think it was just that kind of stability of being in one team and just that constant but yeah with the third team we play at a different venue um, or did play at a different venue last season so um, that had its pros and its cons um, but yeah <laughs> but it was really um, pro being it was only 10 minutes from my house um, can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't complain about that. That's, um, that's Ten minutes was easy. Oh man, honestly, when they said, "Oh yeah, uh, oh, what you've been in, you've been in trouble." There was some sirens uh, uh, going there. <laughs> no, no, it's just shout that's out LAPD deep. for interrupting this interview. Uh, <laughs> you guys provide no real service. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, when they when they said it was going to be in Coventry, I was like, "Oh my god, that's literally ten minutes away." Excellent. And so, um, yeah, so uh, yeah, it was. It, but like I say, and what was really nice actually with it being local, we did play on different days to the first and seconds in the women's team. Um, but uh, the, the whole like all I'd do is do a bit of a call out on uh, the, the the group chat, and so many people would come down and board tree support coach, um, you know. And so it, again, just show, I appreciate we were you know not a million miles away, and it wasn't really too much of an excuse for people not to come along. But, you know, the fact that they still did and, and would come and support, you know, people like Straubs would be there, ball retrieving for us, you know, you know, a guy that's won nearly everything in the game and, you know, he's there ball retrieving for the third team. You know, I think it just says it all really about kind of the culture that, that, that Spartans has got. That that really is a very telling part of the, of the culture because first you mentioned earlier, and I know his ears are probably going to be burning right now in this yeah. evening, uh, Ryan, like he's more, very much a tutor as well as he is a competitor, probably even more so a tutor um, with what he's already accomplished. And then you talk about Straubs, who one of my favorite people, you know, ball retrieving for the for the third team. I, I have yeah. to be careful. I said ball retrieving, not shagging. Because it, <laughs> it means something different over here and it means something different over there. <laughs> ball retrieving for the because I almost yeah. slipped up. I almost slipped up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Something different almost, entirely. Over I, I, there's, there's different words for a few things. I won't go into them. It's uh, it's, a, it's supposed to be a clean part, yeah. isn't it? I, <laughs> oh, no. I, I lost that clean label a long time ago. It's fine. I got the green light. We can go for it. Um, nice. But, yeah. So, it does speak to a, a sense of, like, community. Like, if you're a Spartan, you're going to have a legion of Spartans supporting you in one way or another, whether it's coaching ball yeah. retrieving, maybe someone helping you, you know, to and from Coventry. I mean, or yeah, yeah. just for uh, comparison's sake, how far is it from your place to St. George's? Uh, if that, if that usually about an hour. Usually oh, so, about an so hour. An hour so it's not a, a 10 minute. Yeah, it, you know, it just, um, 
and, and, and but that's the thing like you know it's just it's such a good culture in that respect and like I say we've got some of the uh the women's team turning up and helping us out you know it's, it's just whoever is available that and that's how they come down they'll come down for a couple of hours and 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 even if they're just standing there helping like supporting and cheering us on um I say I don't think you know whilst I know we have to kind of label teams as first second thirds and and kind of have that kind of hierarchical structure I don't necessarily feel that that it's people define it at Spartans quite like that you know I think people very much see it as you know we're all helping each other and um you know so there's I remember we were one of the games we had uh, um for the thirds this year and we weren't having the greatest first half and I just turned to a few of the guys that were just watching off call and I said what what do we need to do Tell us what we're doing. What tell us what we're doing, um, and and you know they're these automatically come with. Well, you need to do this, change this up, um, and we changed a few things up at half time, and it really really worked. So it's just that kind of people just noticing things and happy to pass it on. You know they're not they want to see the club as a whole succeed. Um, so I think we've got that really kind of healthy balance of competitiveness, but or internal competitiveness, but also kind of that um, uh, you know that, that that team togetherness, that club togetherness, really. Yeah, it's definitely evident there. Um, so let's talk about, I guess, your curiosity and your eventual rise to being the king of the dragon, so to speak. So what got, <laughs> you, what got you into coaching and what inspired you to take it to the national or international level uh, heading towards Wales? Yeah, so um, so when I was at Leicester, um I've, I've been playing for maybe a year and a half two years we've moved over to the five ball and i just remember there was being there was some trials to go and um trial out for the for the team um and i was actually born in north wales my passport has got um a town called saint asif which is very much in the in the heart of north wales um as you can tell by my very strong accent um i have a, <laughs> i'm very much welsh um so um yeah, so I went and trialed out and I was lucky enough to kind of get into the playing team in 2018. Um, and so, um, you yeah, know, fortunate enough to, to um, represent Wales on the playing side at both the North European Championships and the European Championships in 2018. So um, amazing experience. Absolutely loved it. Um, and then as, as we kind of transitioned into 2019, I saw that we were, I think a lot of people were also seeing kind of Wales was starting to do quite well, I think. You know, we got to, we should have won the quarterfinal for the men's. Anybody that knows about that quarterfinal for the men's against the Czechs will know we should have won that game. Um, uh, so we won't, we'll breeze over that. But I think people were starting to, I think people were starting to see kind of that Wales were starting to build something. Um, and I could see players coming in that I just knew I wouldn't be able to kind of compete with in terms of get, keeping a space on the team. So, they were looking to expand the coaching team. So I just joined as more of like an assistant coach and was just helping out on the coaching team. So I helped out at the, um, a couple, you know, we do some kind of, um, they organise what they call the Home Nations League, which is where like England would visit Wales and we'd have like A and B teams and we'd do like a whole day of kind of matches against each other. That way we went over to Northern Ireland, we played Scotland. There was quite a few of those fixtures and I also helped out uh, coaching on the, uh, at the 2019 Euros as well up in Newcastle so got a really cool experience and again it was just great to be a part of that and it's just you know I'd, I just want to see our team win I just want to see our team you know um, our guys do as well as they can do um, and then 
I think as the pandemic kind of hit, obviously all the other kind of tournaments got kind of pushed back and what have you. And and as dodgeball was coming back, and as I kind of alluded to earlier, I wasn't really sure if I was coming back to dodgeball full time. So during that pandemic, I did tell the, the management team, I'm kind of going to take a step back from Wales just, just for a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, because just like I said, I just wasn't convinced I was coming back. Um, and I didn't want to go into it any, anything like half-assed, if you saw what I mean. But um, as I got back into playing for Spartans, like I say, really enjoying how things were going with Spartans playing for the seconds at the time. Um, the guys then, uh, the Welsh team then went to the 2022 Euros and I basically ended up watching most of it. Um, kind of wishing I was there, um, if I'm being honest. I was even watching some of it at a friend's wedding. Um, so yeah, you know, it's uh, that's that's how that's how keen I was to watch it. Um, and, you know, the guys were doing really well. Um, so, but yeah, it kind of, yeah, there was there was something go. There was just that kind of itch. I think it was just like, oh, have 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 you completely finished with Wales? If you see what I mean. And then um, I caught wind that the the manager at the time, Andrew, was going to be moving on. He'd been in charge since I was part of Wales in 2018. So, um, uh, and so I messaged him and saying. Do you think I'd be a viable candidate if I put myself forward to manager? And he was like, "Yeah, absolutely. Please do, please do." Um, and so when the the, the advert came out, um, what October, November last year, uh, I put myself forward, and I was fortunate to to get it. And and yeah, kind of the rest is history, really. Now I'm in the in the big chair, trying to get us ready for um, trying to get us ready primarily for the Euros this year um in Ossiecek and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about Euros in a bit um <laughs> but um I know there were some questions that came up about Euros um so <laughs> so I know uh, I'm sure that I'm sure they'll uh we'll cover that but yeah really looking forward to kind of the challenge of I, I think it was well you know I'm um yeah I, I like I said, I'm a careers person I, I, I support lots of students working kind of working out what their career plans are but I've not ruled out a move into working in in sport for me personally at a later point so I really thought that this was a great opportunity to kind of do some like real kind of substantial voluntary stuff if you like um which I could really demonstrate later down the line if I I decided to move into sport but I think most importantly though is just you know I knew there's a number of players that play for, for Spartans in the um uh in the Welsh team lots of people like Sam as I mentioned and a few others that uh I've known for for years being part of it in one disguise or the other. So um I I felt comfortable enough to be kind of going in there, knowing that that, you know, and they'd all kind of give me a bit of support along the way in the application process. So yeah, um, yeah, really happy to kind of be back and trying to just take it in in my stride in terms of, you know, the challenges that do come up, the the interesting things that come up, but also just trying to make a difference in terms of trying to uncover any stone I can to make us better and um and and you know improve where we can be because I think I think we can do better than where we are I I I think the talents in 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 the country to 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 expand you know and I've certainly seen it a lot closer to hand over the last nine eight ten months and I, th- I really feel that we can you know if we if we can put it all on on court in October we can I'm not, I'm not going to say we're going to go and win the Euros, but certainly, you know, there's three big nations in particular that, you know, we'd have to be competing against. But I certainly feel that we can really go and show what we can do. And we can if we can, 
you know, cause a few upsets and, and, and walk away with them and medal, that would be unbelievable. And that's what we're absolutely aiming for. That's what we we believe we can do. Um, and that's what we're aiming to do. And if we can do that, um, or we can get somewhere close, I, I think we can then, we've got something to build upon over the next two to three years after that. For sure. Um, I wanted to point out something before I ask my mm. question. You Go said on. that you watched last Euros, you were at your friend's wedding? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is the jo- this is the this is the joy, though, isn't it? Like, don't get me wrong. I wasn't there in the middle of the ceremony bit. I wasn't there. You know, when she was saying I do, I wasn't there kind of going, oh, yeah, it's gone. Um, you know, I wasn't quite at that point. But you weren't at that point? I wasn't quite at that level. But at the same time, you know, um, I was aware of what time some of the Wales matches were on. Um, so I know because the. Um, the game, uh, I know that the men's quarterfinal, for instance, was in like starting about an hour before the ceremony started and we were getting a lift there. So I was very much in the car watching it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I know the women's quarterfinal was a little bit after the ceremony in the bit in the bit in between going from one venue to the other bit. So I was able to kind of keep all tabs as much as I could, really. So, um, yeah, it was. I, and that's when I knew it was like, there's something here that I've just, I, I wasn't quite ready to fully walk away from this. And I just, yeah, it was just something that I just had to get back into in, in some, some, some disguise really. So really pleased when the opportunity came up to, to manage the team and yeah, really enjoying it so far. Lots of challenges, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's overtaking me a little bit. It's certainly, um, it, I do, I'm often thinking about kits and accommodation for Euros and finances for Wales and what can we do training wise and all these kind of questions. And I'm, um, so it has taken over a little bit, but yeah, can't complain. It was, it's funny because I, I remember um, last year, um, especially during the weekend, I was in Seattle playing a dodgeball tournament with my with my co-hosts and um literally on the final day because it was a two-day tournament and we only played day one Mm. uh, on the final day i literally got up at four in the morning to watch like the semi-finals and i think the the ceremony and like yeah yeah, yeah. i was up like i'm not even kidding like i was at my airbnb and my host was like look i know you're probably watching your whatever your super bowl but i'm trying to go to sleep and I'm watching the finals when um, <laughs> and I took gold and I was like, oh, I yeah. woke up my my host. <laughs> I mean, I've this, got time, to say, this time I'm going to be there and I'm not going to be up at like four in the morning. I'm going to be up in there excellent. like three in the afternoon with you guys. So it's well, a weird experience for me. <laughs> I'll, I'll order you I'll order you a well shirt and I'll give you uh, you can wear that with pride for the weekend. Um, <laughs> for sure. But um, no, I've got to say that Northern Ireland team, unbelievable. Like, I think they're a great example, I think, of where I would love to get the Wales team to. I think they are a fantastic example of, don't get me wrong, some super, super talented individual players. But I think the way they play together as a team, I think, is something that has really kind of shone through over the last few Euros. And it's, it's really impressive. And I think certainly in that men's final, like the, the way they came back, you know, a lot of teams could have folded in, in the position that they were in, you know, a few sets behind. Um, and yeah, it was just a, a fantastic team performance really to, to, to kind of scrape out the, the, the sets. And, and like I say, that's the kind of the, that's kind of the version of dodgeball I'd like to see us to get to at some point with Wales. Um, 
like I say, I think you know, we've we've got a great team spirit, and so we can definitely replicate it. Um, and that, so that's going to be the aim if if we can hopefully put it on the on the court. For sure. Um, so, what was that moment where you felt like that support was like not necessarily overwhelming in a bad way, but in a way that won you over? Uh, it was what when I was applying for the role, or no? One, once you got the once you got the right. job, like where could you point to a moment where the support like was mind blowing in a positive in a positive way? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, I think two two things really. One, um, so initially, uh, you know, we I was kind of once I got the job, it was a case of right, okay, Phil, get into the we'll get you in the Facebook group, and then it's down to you to kind of start everything up and, and get things going um and so one of the first you know i was basically starting as a team of one at that point um so it was me myself and i plus um actually i'm doing myself doing sam uh warville a different sam um at the service he was still staying on as a as an assistant coach but essentially it was you know that you know not many of us were you know a lot of people have moved on and so really it was kind of start from scratch and so I reached out basically just via the Facebook group and said, okay, I'm looking for some coaches. I'm looking for some people to step up and do bits on the finance. I'm looking for people to take on additional roles. Um, and I got six people offering to coach in some capacity. So I've got two for, for each of the categories. I've got a couple of people also put themselves forward to, um, uh, to, to take over finances, you know, and, and it's just the fact that I got kind of flooded with people. I, I my fear was, that I was going to have to do a lot of this on my own. Um, and, the, and the fact that I had so many willing volunteers that wanted to kind of step up uh, and take it on. And then I remember the day. So the first thing I did was set up just uh, an initial kind of squad training right before we dived into trials. I just wanted to get kind of the existing squad together and, and give them a, a training session just to kind of want just to help us get the ball rolling. Really didn't want to kind of go huge. And uh, so it was just kind of working with the existing squad and the fact they all turned up, I was so nervous the night before. Trust me, I was so nervous that nobody was going to turn up. Um, and yeah, when I saw them all come in and just you know started playing and 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 were there, full of full of beans, really really enthusiasm. I think that was that was a great moment. And then a couple of months later, we followed up with trials, and it was one of the most successful trials Wales have ever um, had in terms of numbers of players wanting to 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 test themselves and and have a go at getting in. So. Yeah, I think just that kind of initial, those initial things, like I say, where people just want to get involved and help out. And, uh, you know, on I couldn't do the stuff that I'm doing for Wales if I didn't have that support because I'd be, you know, the coaching team are taking off so much of the kind of the, you know, sorting out the training sessions and what have you. If I was having to do all of that, I wouldn't be able to do some of the other things I've been able to implement since I got in there. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I, I, a huge kudos to all of those guys. Um, they know who they are, Elisa, Amy, uh, Liam, the whole Lewis, the whole the whole team really. Um, yeah, they've been they've been great, and I say allow me to do some of the more stuff that's going to be benefit beneficial for our long term, really. For sure, um, those are some solid names you shouted out. I just wanted to just just capitalize on that. I mean, you yeah, yeah. You, you capital we we capitalized earlier on the on the English side of things. You mentioned Straubs and you mentioned Ryan. Yeah, yeah. We're going to the Welsh side. We, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lisa, Amy, like, yeah. yeah, 
All solid. Wait, there was a third name you, you mentioned. Uh, so I, I've got a whole team. Liam. So yeah, so I've got Liam Ryder, um, yeah. who's uh, yeah, really good dude. Um, he's helping mix our mixed coaching with uh, alongside Amy. Um, got Sam Ward as well, helping out on the coaching side um, for the men's team alongside Lewis Steer. Um, and um, and then on the women's side, like I say, Rob and, and, and Delisa are covering that. And then uh, Sam Warville, who I mentioned earlier, uh, he's helping support the, the 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 whole team, so we've got quite a nice setup. Just put a bit of pressure on those guys, I, and I recognise that because they're all kind of trying to compete and play for their own squad bases as well. Um, and yeah, we're going to have to work around that when we get to Euros in terms of con- letting those guys concentrate on their playing game um, as opposed to trying to coach the team. But yeah, I think the fact that they're just you know the the, the, the combined experience of the the six seven of them, like I say, has taken a lot of pressure off me to to devise all the stuff and you know those when i say guys i'm referring to girls and guys but, you know, <laughs> I, I, I know what you, i know what you mean but honestly they i i know that um they're watching back all of the euros footage they're looking through our games they're looking at and, and they're identifying things that we need to work on just based on things that uh, that we picked up at the, the watching the euros footage and you know they've put in solid hours watching all of that stuff back and, and all that type of thing and I, like I say if it was just me there's just no way you know trying to work at the same time you know trying to hold down a full-time job to actually pay for this bloody hobby um <laughs> do you know what I mean I, it's it's yeah. um so yeah if the, the fact that they're doing all of that is just a huge huge help and like I say I couldn't do it without them um I really couldn't and I think you know their, their collective involvement you know I'm I'm really confident that we're going to do something really good at the Euros, and and when we do, um, I think it will a huge part of it will be down to those guys. So yeah, big shout out to them lot for sure. All right, so let's let's take it back and let's take it back in time. Um, mm. Did you have a sports background growing up? Like, what sports did you play? Uh, I have tried every sport. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just I just want to point this out for the people at home. I always ask the sports background question see if you know maybe they you know this guy literally just leaned his head back saying i tried i've tried <laughs> he tried. I've tried i tried and failed at football or soccer for you i tried <laughs> and failed at cricket um your version of baseball basically yeah um, I, i'm aware of what cricket is <laughs> yeah um i know how to play it I, I i've tried all sorts over the years i'm i've really i've come to realize i'm a much better watcher and supporter uh so i I, honestly i go to everything um i've been to all sorts of sports events over the last two three four years um but yeah i've tried it i've tried most of it um i even tried out for uh a couple of american football teams um and they uh, yeah that that, that was never gonna work either uh yeah i i can't i can't play cornerback is what i've realized um you can't you can't backpedal you can't i can't backpedal it's probably probably why i'm no good at dodgeball i can't backpedal (laughs) quick enough but yeah certainly in 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 american football i just remember you can't play the nickel you can't play the nickel at least you can't go into (laughs) i wish i wish uh honestly you gotta gotta be able to move sideways for nickel as well i couldn't do that um but no i think what it's just one of those. I just remember, honestly, I, I, this is when I knew, okay, I can't do this. I just remember um, the, the quarterback was thrown to the, the wide receiver. I thought, I've got the wide receiver covered. And I could just, and, and it was coming, and it was coming over my head. And I was like, it's landing. I'm, I'm making an INT here. I'm making an INT. 
And then the, the wide receiver just came up, barged me out of the way, ran, <laughs> ran to the end zone. And I'm like, yeah, that's me done. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm nope, not competing you're done. with that. You're done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. You know you can pull um, up with contact after the first, the initial five yeah, yards. Know, you know you could have got know, a fact, right? I know, I know. You could have covered it. You could have got that. <laughs> I could have done. I think the problem if is. If it's right not, here, you got to get it. If it's in the yeah, numbers, you got to get it. I, I know, man. I know, man. I think the problem with American football for me is I'm not a big enough dude to play on either the O-line or the D-line, and I'm not <laughs> agile enough to play on any of the skill positions um, outside of that. So I'm kind of a, a bit of a but tweener. That, Maybe, means you, that, that means you have to be quarterback. Or kicker. I didn't try kicker. I must admit, if I'd have tried kicker, I could have maybe, maybe, maybe. I was always quite a good kicker. Like, I was always quite decent at um, uh, dead ball situations in soccer, football. Yeah. Um, so I'd get put on, like, corner duty and what have you. So I feel like I could have maybe translated okay. as a kicker. Um, but, yeah, I think I don't so think... So you're I'm pretty much saying you're the Welsh David Beckham. Like, you're just good on the free kicks kind of thing? Ooh, cal- calm down, calm down. Welsh Gareth Bale, <laughs> mate. Welsh Gareth Bale. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not that good. Oh, my God, that man. Unbelievable. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think I'm a much better watcher of sport than, than Fair I am. Fair enough. It's, it's funny you Dodgeball's been the only one I've been able to win anything at. Um, and that was only since I came to Spartans, as I said earlier. So, yeah, it's... Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I've always enjoyed team sports more than kind of more the individual stuff. But um, yeah, I've, like I said, I've tried it all. <laughs> tried it all. Maybe sport, I've probably had I a just go. loved how earlier, before we started talking about, we were talking about American football. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that you tried out for American football. At the same time, I know one of your teammates played American yeah. football in college, and that man's a behemoth. And we're yeah. talking about David Poole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. he's a. Uh, if I remember, he said defensive tackle or no defensive sur- end. That that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't I, surprise I, me. No, doesn't surprise nope. me at all. Nope. If I see him on the other side, I'm just going to run to the sideline. I'm just not going to yeah. do it. And I think that's the other thing as well because I'm not the strongest guy, so I just know if I was then going up against somebody like that because that's that's what's scary. If you play offense, obviously people are tackling you. So I I always thought uh, if I was going to play, play defense, right? Because you're the one doing the hitting. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't quite big enough to be, you know, like a, a D lineman or anything like that. Um, so yeah, they kind of stuck me at cornerback because I'm relatively tall. Um six foot one. Okay. Relatively. Yeah. So that's yeah. Decent, decent, decent size. I just I, I just needed to be a bit more style. agile. I just needed a bit more a bit more agile. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was good fun. Don't get me wrong, loved it, but I, I'm definitely better at watching it. <laughs> Much better at watching it and spending all my money at that. That's for sure. Fair enough. Oh man. Um, do you have any role models growing up, and do you have any uh, role models in dodgeball or people that you respect in the game? Um, role models. Really good shout. Um, so the obvious one is is my dad, just because he's um, he's always been a sporty guy. Um, uh, he tried to teach me golf when I was a lot younger um and uh it's interesting I did the whole typical teenager thing where he tried to teach me golf as a young teen I said no dad I I, I want to do my own thing and then I've gone back to him in my later years to go <laughs> I'm ready for your teachings um so yeah I, I huge respect to my dad he's like I say I um uh but I think outside of that I think I was saying to you just before we came on air really is the 
um, I can't stop watching clips of Mike Tomlin, the uh, the head coach of the the Pittsburgh Steelers. The guy is just gold when it comes to phrases of inspiration and um, you know the way that he can still command a team and has the respect of everybody. He's relatable, um, you know, and and obviously in a sport where the whole sport right is designed to be an equal playing field every week right and the fact that he's never ended a season on a with a losing record and he's just got that kind of culture nailed down over there and yeah don't get me wrong obviously being a Steelers fan that probably helps me recognize and see that but at the same time I think he's got he's just unbelievable some of the stuff that he says and I must admit I'm half of what I've watched some of his clips and I go yeah, maybe I shouldn't start saying something like that to the Wales team. Maybe that's what I need to say. Do I walk into the next Wales training and go, the standard is the standard? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, or you're, you're always applying. No, there's always pressure involved. You're either applying it or you're receiving it. Receiving. Let's apply it. Um, so, you know, so it's... Um, yeah, he's always got some, you know, I, I really respect um, him as, uh, you know, I'm the, I'd love to meet him. And I know you were t- telling me before we came on air, you've met him and yeah. um, just how down to earth and what have you he is. So, yeah, I think he's he's the one that certainly sticks out um, uh, as, you know, but I've always um, grown up as a Welsh guy, um, a Welsh supporter of things. Um, there's a few others. Um so in in rugby union, um, Alan Wynne Jones is a national hero in Wales. 150 caps for his country. I've got his autobiography in the in the next room. Um, unbelievable servant for Wales. Um, loved Gareth Bale in in soccer. His talent. I know he played in LA for a little bit, didn't he, Gareth? Yeah. Um, I yeah. could never buy tickets to. I, I just want to say this. I didn't realize we had a Welsh community until that man came out here. Because I swear yeah. to you, every home game for LAFC are sold out. But if you go to the Bank of uh, California Stadium where they play, mm. like an entire corner is Welsh fans. And I'm like, yeah. where are you guys from? Like, they're just honestly, and, and the thing is, that it, they, they call it the Red Wall. Um, so they, so I followed because we Wales got into the Football World Cup this year, well, last year I should say in Qatar. Yeah. Uh, they're in the US group, weren't they, alongside England? And um, I went. I was lucky enough to get some tickets for the Wales versus England game, and and I was sat in the stadium just above like this just sea of red, uh, and they call, like I said, they call it the Red Wall because the, 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 Wales is just this unbelievably passionate country, and like you say, and they travel well. <laughs> they travel really they well. Travel they, well. <laughs> they travel so well, and the fact you know, like you say, you've just got an army of Welsh guys over in LA just in LA because Gareth Bale's playing for I couldn't tell you where there is a Welsh community like I could tell you where (laughs) there's an English community I could tell you where there's a bunch of Scottish people here I couldn't point to anywhere on the map where I could find a collection of Welsh people they just I'm not even kidding they literally took over a whole corner of a stadium and like it's always sold out I'm like you got to blame that wall, man. You got to blame that (laughs) wall, bro. Because first off, you got that. And then on the other side, we have an Italian wall. So, of course, we have Mm -hmm. Chiellini on the team. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. yeah. And then you pretty much have a whole stadium that's Mexican. That's Carlos Vela right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still can't get no tickets. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, it's not good, is it? It's not good. But um, (laughs) 
Yeah, I think that I, I like I say, I've, I've always taken kind of some of the more role model types from from kind of because obviously I've been I've just been a huge fan of sport for yeah. so long. Um, Anyone in dodgeball that you respect? Uh, or uh, I do, honestly, so many. Um, you know, I've got a lot of time for a lot of the guys on on Spartans. I really have like we've listed a few of them already, but there's just so many, to be honest. The, I, the easiest thing to say was just be the whole Spartans team um, uh, across all the squads, um, men's and women's. Like there's just some, one, there's just some unbelievably talented people there. Um, and, and two, they're just all really nice and, and really easy to get on with. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, We've mentioned quite a few of them already. Um, somebody I've, I've also got a, a lot of time for as well is um, so coming into this Wales manager job. Um, you don't always know if you're doing the right thing. Uh, you sometimes feel a little bit like, am I doing the right thing here? Am I not doing the right thing here? Um, and so I've got to give a bit of a shout out, I think, to Jen Allen, um, who's the uh, England manager at the moment um we've been messaging each other and it's just been really reassuring um I, th I think we just kind of like we message each other going are you still working on this are you still doing this I, 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 you know have you have you ordered kit yet and, and it's sometimes just reassurance that you know we're on this we're doing the right things but also we're not we haven't quite done all of that and we've still got a few other things on the to-do list that you know um and so yeah she's been like just super reassuring and and um so i think it's you know typically England and Wales are you know historic rivals right but I think you know we've, there's a lot of people that um you know that we we hugely respect across across all the teams and you know she does her and her half do a great job running the derby team and you know um you know anybody that can do that amount of stuff it's always it, yeah she, she does so much I, I don't know how she does it all um you mentioned uh David Paul Jaff you know the the amount of stuff that he does um yeah huge respect like he's trying to run run the club he's trying to you know uh coach the teams and, and put all this stuff together you know the list could go could go on Ryan great example it's just I think as well um a couple of people I'd also just kind of shout out really on just on the Spartan side of things. Just I, I've, um, I suppose one from just I say I think he's a really good uh, example of role model. I think Reese Woodgate is a really like he's really unassuming. You wouldn't necessarily recognise him straight away on court. If like I never really knew him too much too well, but he's so so good, but sneaky good um, on court. And I, I know um, his name is Reese, right? Reese, yeah, Reese Woodgate, yeah. top guy um played a bit of golf with him um and his other half harry bignall like she's super passionate wants to help others a lot and i think you know people like that um meg white ryan's other half you know there's just so many people like that and they're, they're just they've just got a genuine care about the, the the rest of the squad and the rest of the players that are on there they're, you know they're always asking kind of about welfare and all that kind of stuff so it's just i think there's just I couldn't pin it on one or two people. I think it's no, just a, it's a huge collective kind of, um, you know, that, that we've got there. And, you know, on the Wales side as well, you know, just people like Elisa and Amy, the stuff that they've done, um, you know, the success that they've had. Rob Clark, I couldn't rate the guy high enough. Like the, he's, um, again, he's a bit of a kind of unassuming character on court. You know, you don't recognise sometimes he's on there, but he's he does all the dirty work that a lot of, players maybe don't get recognized wouldn't necessarily recognize but 
working with him a lot more he's really invaluable to the team just because of the like I say the stuff that he does so yeah there's there's players like that and there's people like that across across both sides of the things really nice um this one's going to be more of a fun fun question go on who okay so we got we got who who you look up to and who you're you know who you admire who are the teams or players or i guess in this case coaches that you like to play against who you, who would you consider that rival that you you mark down on the calendar every time you see them and you got we got we got to have our a game against them whether it's with the uh, thirds or i guess heading into euros like who are you looking forward to, to going up against oh man um <laughs> So there's a there's a couple of different levels I could answer this right. So of course, go for it. Right. So on a personal level, this is literally just started in the last couple of weeks. Um, but dodgeball dad's been rocking up at uh, Spartans training. So um, he walked off court last week. Um, we'd had a you know fun game on court, and he'd throw it hit me out. Um, and so he messaged me after saying one nil. So that's now that is now a rivalry. Uh, on a personal deep deep personal level um so uh watch out mark yeah yeah be careful what you, i mean mark did picked, not just say that he mark sent you a message saying one nil after that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. i love it so i'm um, um, you know um you know the guy's been training for like doing like three training sessions a week and he managed to throw a ball at me I I hadn't played dodgeball in about six weeks and uh you know I was just a little bit rusty. Um so <laughs> that's that's my excuse anyway. That's, that's your um, excuse. Well he's got yeah, a no. showdown to prepare for, so <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um so yeah, he's he's probably a personal rival now. Um I think for the thirds, I think the guys um uh, the boys talked about it in one of your recent pods. Obviously, we had a bit of a tussle with um with Essex Swords um at the top of of uh top of the league for us last season um if we because they're, they're realigning the, the the way the lower leagues work next season so if we get to play them again that's going to be something we want to uh that's going to be one of the ones um from a wales perspective obviously you know the the, the, the other home nations huge we want to beat all the home nations um <laughs> it's just a shame that they're all ridiculously talented but we do want to try yeah we do want to beat them all um and I, I mentioned earlier that we back in 2018 we had um, a quarterfinal for the men's team against the Czech Republic um, that we really shouldn't have lost. Um, I think we we're about five sets ahead at halftime. We really should not have lost it. And um, it was like four yeah, or five, four or five sets, something like that. I I dare not watch the tape back to be honest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think if the same if if a situation came up again where um, yeah, we were we were against uh, you know the Czechs, and I'd I'd want to kind of just squash 2018 by beating them. Um, but look, there's some ridiculously good teams in Europe now. You know, Sweden, Italy. Um, you know, the, the the Czechs are one of them. You know, Ireland. You know, there's there's so France. You know, these are all teams that are growing and growing in terms of you know their domestic dodgeball, which is obviously only going to improve their their international prospects. And so, as much as we're trying to catch you know the, the, you know the big three if you like the 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 england's the northern islands and the austrias of the, of the world we've also got to be really conscious of the the strides that all those other nations are are doing and i think you know um it's going to make this euro super super competitive um but you know i think we're the fact that we're going to be in that mix and 
you know, I'm, I'm really confident for us. But yeah, the, all of those kind of I can't really pinpoint it because it's just there's 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 a few. <laughs> and of course, being obviously being part of Spartans now, if we play England any point <laughs> i've got so many of my club mates <laughs> on the other side of the court um where you know i wouldn't be unhappy for instance if liam Ryder uh smashed out ryan neil for instance um you know but um but yeah uh, i know what ryan's saying he can try um but uh um i joke obviously but no, look, we we it's I think what's what it's a it's 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 good friendly rivalry, I think. And um yeah, I think we want to show we want to show Europe what we're about this this uh this autumn. That's for sure. Yes, for sure. Um so so is the game plan gonna be if you face England and you see any of your former Spartan mates on that side, just full send on every Spartan you see. <laughs> you don't have to confirm it or deny it, but that look says a lot. <laughs> uh I'd hate to say yes, um, <laughs> but that look no, we'll, is telling me yes. No, 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 look, look, look. I, I'm going to be in full game mode when it comes in in, in October, and it'll be, sure. yeah, it'll be the the coaches and I are trying to work out a game plan that can um, limit the likes of England and, and that when we get to play them. Um, so yeah. I mean, if it does involve smart going all going all guns blazing against them lot, then fine. Um, <laughs> we got to do what we got to do. Yeah. But um, but yeah, you know, like we we know we're going to be up against a, a tough game against the likes of England and Scotland and whoever. Um, so we've got to come up with you know we I think we've got to work really well as a team and come up with the right tactics, shorten the game a little bit, don't let it turn into a shootout. You know, we want to yeah keep it close and 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 win the big moments really and i think that's that's where we've um maybe not been as successful as we have been in previous euros i think those crucial times at the mid, at the end of sets and those kind of things a few decisions we haven't quite made um as well as we could have done and um just lost out in a few of those crucial moments which just you know which obviously in the uh, in the cloth game, form of the game really kind of switches the game you know the, the scoreline can look a lot different if the last 30 seconds of a few sets go slightly differently. So um, I think that's what we've been really trying to work on is, is our decision-making um, and making sure that we make the right decisions. So if we can, we get into those situations. And I think we're in plenty of those situations in the games I was watching at the Euros, you know, we were in sets against those big, big nations um, and, you know, a few decisions here or there and and the games could look a little bit different and, and that play, that pressure is getting applied differently to to the opposition so i'm um, not saying we would have won those games automatically but you know we could um yeah I, I i do think so so you know we've definitely got the talent there i i'm going to back both our women's and our mixed and our men's teams to to do really well but um yeah we know we know we're up against some some seriously good opposition for sure yeah you definitely are it's gonna be a dog fight for sure and i can't wait to see it oh man it's gonna be i think it's gonna be seriously seriously good this year is really do uh do you have a pre-game ritual uh before you play like anything superstitious you have to do or just old really? stretch get warm stole stretch i like i like listening to some you know music just to get me going but honestly oh, my nothing. next segue what's your what's on your playlist Typically, I'm more of the kind of the, the rock alternative type. Um, so, 
um been listening to a lot of bands like uh, well i've grown up listening to guns and roses i've listened um and, and bands like that um i green day people like um fallout boy i've seen all i've seen a lot of these kind of bands live um bring me the horizon is the is the, the band on my list at the moment alongside you me at six and so they've got some kind of tunes that i think those kind of j- songs get me going a little bit more um i think when you're playing dodgeball as well i think uh, yeah kind of brings out a little bit of aggression doesn't it some of that rockier music so um yeah i tend to listen to a bit of that on the in the car but obviously with the, only a 10 minute commute now to uh um to dodge <laughs> I've, I've got to choose my songs very wisely um but yeah it's it's yeah i i, I listen to anything to be honest with you is uh, I, I kind of go by mood i really do um I can listen to some of the cheesiest cheese um, and then in the next minute I'm listening to um, some of the heaviest rock and all that and, and some weird stuff in between. Um, and then obviously all the kind of the, the more popular stuff that tends to be on the radios and stuff, you know. Yeah, it really depends. Really depends. Depends what mood I'm in. <laughs> I'm not going to reveal the cheesiest of cheese though, because it's... You're not going to reveal the cheesiest thing on your playlist? You got some oh, Spice Girls on your playlist? uh yeah you do spice girls no but backstreet boys yes um okay i was like there was a denial there you had something and then you had backstreet boys okay yeah yeah. um yeah i mean everybody jumps along to it when uh it comes on in the club that's what i'll say so (laughs) i don't know what club you're going to but that's side the point I don't Nobody's think I bumping that out here. I, I, I think I think I get I'm too old for clubbing these days. That's the problem. We're the same age. <laughs> well, I mean that is true. I will say I'm more of a, I'm more of a bar person than a club yes. person. But I, yeah, that's it. I that's do. it. Yeah, man. All yeah. right. So we're gonna get into the crowdsource questions, and before we get into it, it, you mentioned him earlier, the dodgeball dad, mm. Mark Hopkins. Yeah. In his interview, I called you out. You did. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm it. Yeah, right. That's why this is happening. Where yeah. were you when you heard that episode? What was the reaction? Was it public? Was it in a gym? I have a feeling like you were pro this is this is how I envisioned it Go in on. my mind, right? So you're 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 going on your 10 minute commute because I released it on a Friday. You're on yeah. a, or no, you're going on a 10 minute commute and you're you're going to the gym. You play on Saturday. I don't know why I said Friday. And you get to that part and you're like, wait, you, you pull over. Wait, I get called out. <laughs> you're in the you're in there with a bunch of Spartans. Maybe Ryan is laughing in the backseat. Who all right, how did it go down? Well, you gotta remember, Sergio, we're in uh or we were in when that podcast came out, uh kind of the off season for dodgeball, right? Mm-hmm. So um I can honestly reveal that. I was over in the beautiful island of Kos, which is one of the Greek islands, um, on my summer holiday. And I saw some, my my phone started blowing up a bit um, (laughs) because Mr. Hopkins had like tagged me in a post that your your podcast had gone live. Um, And so I grabbed a beer from the fridge and I went and sat in the hot tub (laughs) that we had um, and I listened to it in the in the hot tub. Um, um, Yeah, it was it was an interesting listen. Um, And yeah, he came a bit aggressive for us, didn't he, old Mark? Um, uh, No, um, 
I, I, I had, I had no issue with it. But yeah, it yeah. was just, um, yeah, he did. It was, he it was a fun and, call out. Oh, it was, it was a good fun call. Wait, out. you said I, you were in a hot tub and there were other people around. Like, who, who did you go to Greece with? Oh, just, just my other half. Um, oh, okay. the missus. Yeah. So, uh, no, I think she was having a nap somewhere. So I was just sat there in the in the tub with a with a beer in hand. Um, my issue was my main issue was though that I'd been out on some bed that during the day, and you know when you're in that period where about four or five o'clock time where if you've been out in the sun all day but you don't know you've got sunburn oh and so i jumped in the hot tub at that moment <laughs> so i could hear some sizzles basically and so i thought oh okay um, um so i was maybe a little bit distracted when uh, when i was listening to the pod um so you but, were getting burned two different ways yeah yeah, it wasn't a, was not a fun moment for yeah, me. It takes a lot for me to get sunburned, but that hurts. I know that, <laughs> that, that hurts. I think my problem is it doesn't take much for me to get sunburned. So uh, <laughs> I, I've you now realized most of the home nations. <laughs> yeah, I think I think now um, I've now realized that factor thirty just does not do the job for me. It's got to be factor fifty. So um, at least I've learned something. Um, but yeah, it was a good fun podcast. It was a good. It definitely put a smile on my face. Um, okay, for sure. And I, I've got to say, like, um, yeah, Mark's a top guy. You know, the the Hopkins twins, not the twins, the, the Hopkins boys. They, um, I've got a lot of time for them. Um, They're solid. A lot of respect for them. Uh, yeah, they are. Um, but I also kind of hate them just because they've got so much talent for <laughs> what. 14, 15, 17. They've got more talent. At, you know, before they've hit adulthood than i ever had uh and so i kind of hate them for it um but yeah, at so the same time they can't legally drive yet i know man and well one of them the, can i think one of them can that's true charlie's getting to that point yeah. but um but what i would say though is as much as i hate them for that i also love the, the fact that they make my job on court for the third so easy these days uh <laughs> i'm that yeah. guy that just sits in the middle um and then those guys go and I basically tell Sam to, yeah, I basically, sometimes our team talk, have you ever watched the Avengers? Yeah. Uh, yeah yes. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, um, is it in Avengers Assemble where Captain America kind of is going, right, okay, Iron Man, you go do this. Yeah. Uh, Black the Widow, you one. go do this. And then they turn around to, um, he turns Hulk. around to the Hulk and he just goes, Hulk? Smash. Smash. <laughs> That's exactly what I do to Sam. I just say, Sam? smash Go smash <laughs> and love it honestly um and so yeah it's been a, a re- to be honest last season was so much fun in that respect like i am nearly double the age of most of the team but i had such an enjoyable season i let them go and do their thing you know and uh it was you know we had some really talented players them them two included but there's a lot of other players on that team that you know are starting out their dodgeball careers there's a few on there that are part of um, our new Welsh development team. Like there's some seriously kind of good youngsters that um, are starting to make their way in the sport. And so it was just really, they made my job really easy to be honest as captain, just to, that I could sit in the middle. I can take some catches when they come my way. Um, I can help guide them along, but they did so much of the, the work. So a lot of the credit for the success of the team has to go to them this year, just for the, you know, the, the talent they've got. They, couple of years they're going to be unbelievable and i'm going to be retired somewhere probably back in a probably back in the hot tub somewhere watching watching the games on youtube <laughs> <laughs> 
Another hot. Let's not get sunburned this time. I would, I mean, uh, with, with factor 50 on this time. But, um, yeah. Uh, that, I, I can I, see that I, happening. I'll be sure to bring some uh, sunscreen to us. Yeah, man. I'll bring yeah, some for the whole continent because I don't know if you guys sell them over there. Um, we do. We just don't always buy it and apply it. Um, but <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, Ossichek's not going to be that warm in in October. So uh, yeah, I don't think we need to worry. Oh, crap. It just hit me. It might be snowing. Wait, I don't yeah, think it's going to I don't, be I don't, snow I, during that time. I don't, I don't, I, I think it's just going to be, be kind of, I, well, it's going to be UK-ish temperatures, which is probably cold for you, right? So, uh. well, that, that, okay, okay, I'm not taking that. First off, <laughs> all right, just because I live in California don't mean I'm not used to cold. You got to, you got to remember, I've only been in California for 20 years. A majority of my life I've been on the East Coast. Oh, did I've lived in Massachusetts. I lived in Michigan. <laughs> I played American football 10 below zero. Oh, I, oh okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that, that exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some of the, I know I can handle the cold. <laughs> yeah, fair play, fair play. Yeah. <laughs> All I, right, I, so let's get into the, these uh, crowdsourced questions. Go now, on. Now, before we get into this fun stuff, go on. Anna and a couple of these people throughout. Let's get yep. let's get let's get a real wholesome one out of the way. What go are on. you grateful for today? What am I grateful for today? Yeah. Um. Oh, that's that's. That's a really good question. I, ooh, that's really put me on the spot. Um, I didn't <laughs> see that one. What am I grateful for? I think, um, do you know what? Sometimes you just got to take stock and realize that actually life's not too bad and, and life's actually pretty good. You know, um, you know, I've, I've got, you know, a number of people that I know that I get on well with from different walks of life and, 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 you know, I've got a good job. I've got a, you know, some really fun hobbies. Um, you know, uh, I'm not worrying about too much if I'm being honest. That, so like, um, you know, I, I've not, I'm not under too much stress at all with anything work-wise or personal-wise at the moment. So yeah, in terms of what I'm grateful for, just the fact that, yeah, things are pretty good. Like, I, I don't know if that's a real cop-out answer, but no, yeah, no, just, no, just no. Everything, everything's pretty, pretty good and I can't complain. So this is typically Hannah's first question for every uh, episode, yeah. just because she's very much a grateful person. So this is something she yeah, likes yeah, to spread, yeah. but she also likes to choose violence. I hope you approve of that, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, no, she'll definitely. All right. So the first question, what are you looking forward to? What are you most looking forward to most at your uh, Euros? Um, on a personal note, I think... Um, having missed 2020 uh well sorry 2022's euros and so obviously i've not been at a euro since 2019 with obviously the pandemic throwing that kind of thing so just on a personal note getting back in that environment um meeting a lot of people from kind of the other nations that i know and um and get on with um and yeah just kind of being back in that that, that environment really um you know yeah and, and i suppose just from my perspective yeah just I know there'll be some apprehension and tension from my side, just in terms of, you know, I'll just, you know, I'll want to, I want us to do as well as we can. And so I'll be kind of, you know, nervous for the team in that respect. Not that I don't think we're not going to do well. I, th- I obviously do, but, um, you know, I, I just want the, 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 the team to, to play as much, as well as they can do and, and get, you know, I'm sure they'll get, I know they'll give everything. Um, but yeah, just, just hope that we get the results that we're, we're hoping for really. So, um, yeah, that, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, and like I said, just kind of that atmosphere that I think there's something really unique about Euros, um, you know, it's it's 
it's the ultimate test and this is something i've been maybe i've been taking a bit of mike tomlin into um into into wales training because i keep banging on about you know it's four days we don't play four days back to back it's that kind of it's that endurance test it's that mental test that i don't think we can replicate on um in dodgeball certainly in the uk you know we don't play four days back to back of dodgeball so it's it's a huge difference in terms of what we're used to and i think um you know so i think just having that challenge and being able to you know, I've got to work out and work with the team to, you know, pick the right starting six every time and, and you know, make the right calls, make the right substitutions, try and give the right tactic, you know, all of that, you know, really looking forward to kind of just that challenge again. Nice. Um, yeah, this will be, I'm looking forward to it. I've been a fan of Euros for over a decade and I'm going to actually yeah. attend it. So I'm looking, looking forward to that. Well, well um, can we give us, can we, can we support the Wales teams? Um, <laughs> and, uh, for sure. Um, this one's from Joseph Geisler. How do you think oh, yeah. you you hinted at this? Because uh, I didn't know this was a thing until you, this interview. How do you yeah, think yeah. the Wales development team will get on in the Midlands Premiership against other men's teams? Yeah. So I suppose just to kind of um, so I suppose let's just go back a, um, a step, really. So one of the we did the um, we did trials, uh, as I mentioned, back in like February, March this year. Um, and we recognize that okay realistically we only had the one tournament that we're preparing for in 2024 and you know there was about certainly on the men's side we had about 18 19 guys that we were really kind of comfortable that that would they would uh, the you know 10 11 12 of them would form the the group that would go to to the euros in october um but there was a group of about i think we've, we've got it to 13 guys where we're like you guys have got huge potential and um you know we, we you know we want to work with, we we want to kind of do the best thing for wales in terms of the long term as well as the short term and so um taking inspiration i suppose from from england who've got a fantastic development squad set up we were really keen to kind of develop set up our own kind of development squad really so um so i then yeah advertised for a, for a development coach and i was lucky that that, that um uh, a guy called brian has stepped up he, he does a lot of work with some um has done lots of great stuff with um developing younger players through his um uh Budley team um and so uh new kind of kind of stuff he's been able to do and help players work on their actions and all that kind of stuff so um brought him in and so we've now recently just set up like i say this new development squad and i think what we wanted to do was obviously, yeah, we wanted to create an opportunity for them to train, come along to some of the training sessions with the senior squad, play a bit of senior versus dev, all that, and have some more kind of specific um, training to help them push for a place for, for future years. But also we recognise there's only so much training can do. And so um, through Brian, we've, we entered, we, or we've entered this uh, Midlands-based league where they yeah we're, we're hoping that we've entered them as a development team to play um with each other build that kind of team spirit with them um because like i say if three or four of them are then going to move in potentially and our hope is that you know th those players will push through in 2024 25 um that they've got that experience of of being on the same team together because we've got so many players across so many different teams that our biggest issue, I think, is that kind of team cohesion piece. And so I think for the long term uh, benefit of us is having that opportunity for those guys 
um, to go and play dodgeball with each other as outside. Um, the dates for that league fall on the typical dates for home nations league training um and so they won't they don't clash with kind of the the central dodgeball league and the, the british dodgeball affiliated league so really excited about that i haven't looked at all who all the entrants are um but for me there's so much talent in that wales development team that i really think that they can they can do really really well but ultimately we just want yes yeah don't get me wrong it'd be lovely for them to go and win that league but if they are getting used to cohesive dodgeball with each other um working together in that kind of building that team ethos and and being able to improve themselves as individuals and collectively that's only going to benefit us long term for wales so um you know i just want those guys to take that opportunity and to use that as an opportunity to really impress us ahead of moving into um you know future tournaments you know if we are going to the worlds for instance i want them to be pushing for that if we are going to um, obviously got other Euros and um, I think we've got Western European Championships next year. So there's there's places to be had on the squad. So um, in future years. So, yeah, we want we want them to to really push. And I say there's some really talented guys on there. So um, I'm really hopeful that, that they, they can they can do really well. That was a very long answer to that question, but I, I think it just needed. <laughs> it's your it's episode. Of, <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's just one of those things that I'm really excited that we've been able to put together. Like I say, it's. I think historically we've just gone with right let's just get the senior team going and, and what have you but um yeah it was just one of those things like you know we had the opportunity and um i said i just wanted to you know i'm probably probably won't see the benefit of it as wales manager they'll probably be playing when i've probably been pushed through the door or retired <laughs> or, or whatever um or suffered from black tuesday or black wednesday or whatever day i get fired on um but no, I think it will be really good long-term benefits for us. Um, I say there's no reason why, um, you know, why that some of those guys can't. And also the last thing I'll just say on it, I think it's, you know, I, there's, you know, we've got some really experienced players in our squad. I obviously hope they continue to play for as long as they want to, but obviously this being a, you know, a, a voluntary sport, a, you know, a, a sport that people put a lot of their own time and energy in, but obviously when other parts of life and what have you get in the way, um, you know, international dodgeball might be the thing that they kind of, um, you know, decide to, to park, you know, and so we've got to be able to react if any, if any of those players decide to call it a day after the next Euros or whatever, you know, we've got to be ready with, with players that can come up and step, step up and take their team, their part, their place in the in the squad um and so i think that will definitely help us if if we do find ourselves in that situation it won't be such a kind of like panic stations obviously i'd hope that doesn't happen um <laughs> but you know you hope you get where i'm coming from it just yeah no i, I get what you're we're coming. looking at that we, you know we, we're just looking to you know uh, i think as well it just it helps build a, you know team camaraderie and what have you as well um we had our first development squads training session alongside the senior team a couple of weeks ago Oh, um, really well. Um, uh, one of the first things we did was, um, well, we got, we got them doing their own drills and stuff, but then we did a, a men's seniors versus men's development squad. And <laughs> I must admit, uh, about five sets in when the development squad of four sets to one up, I think it was, I was starting to question whether we'd made the right decisions for Euros. <laughs> um but um the the seniors turned it around after that but i think it also you know and they and they won the game fairly comfortably after that but i think that just shows the kind of some of the talent that we've got in there that you know that they can they can give the senior team a really good a really good game so 
Um, I mean, yeah, to be up that or, uh, to be up on him like that early on, like you put him in a spot where you you kind of thought yeah. maybe we made the wrong choice. I, I think we'd also had a social the night before, so I don't know whether that influenced any of it. But um, uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, <laughs> that, that might have had something to do with it. But I don't know. I don't know. But all I can say is on face value and the, the on the, face. The, uh, on face value, the dev squad did really, really well that day. And um, yeah, really, really pro- hopeful for their future, really. For sure. Um, Joseph Geisler with another one. With the mm. Welshmen looking strong, stronger from the new signings this year, do you think Wales will medal at Euros? That's the game. That's the aim. That's... Um... Yeah, we, look, we've got... To, we know we've got, as I said earlier, we've got some work to do. We are in a possibly one of the most it's going to be the one of the most competitive euros i think there's ever been um look, there's the big three there's other teams like scotland sweden italy uh france that are all probably doing the same as same as us and looking at how can we break into that top three um but yeah we I, i'm you know we've got some super talented players so i I've, i see no reason why we can't do it and give it our very best shot but Certainly when we get closer to the Euros, I think it would just be a let's focus on the next game. Uh, let's let's do the pro not, not to sound like Mike Tomlin too much, but let's get the process <laughs> right. Let's get the process right. Let's do the right things on court. Let's make the right decisions. Let's take each set, each game um as we go. And you know, if we can do the right things more often than not, we'll give ourselves a real chance of of having a really successful tournament. For sure. This one I threw in there because this is going to be my first uh, time attending Euros. Uh, to yeah. pray or not pray for my liver when I land? Um, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I, I think I think the uh, what I would do if I were you is I would prepare yourself for the Sunday night. So I would build up to the Sunday night because once the <laughs> once the once the final games have finished, um, everyone lets their hair down. I think. Um, don't get me wrong. I think. Um, I, I think. I think there is that kind of element of social, a little bit of a social drink at the end of certain, some of the days. But I do think a lot of players try and also um, behave and spend the final day behave but then i think everybody will be letting loose on the sunday so what i would do is if i were you sergio is um build up kind of that resistance in your stomach over the first few days you know <laughs> get a few points down you on the thursday get a few more down on the friday get a few more down on saturday and then when it comes to sunday you'll you'll be a you'll, you'll be prepared there we go there we go all right and because i asked this question Mm. um hannah the, okay so to kind of give you an idea she always asks what are you grateful for today yeah, yeah. Um, but she wanted to throw in a little little comp, uh, competitiveness in this one who can hold their alcohol better the welsh or the irish judging by the recent social i would definitely say the irish because what i saw from the welsh guys already back in the irish okay they're, they're better dodgeballers than they are drinkers um no i think <laughs> no i all i will say is well so basically what was happening was um to, for me to answer that question um so we had a weekend training session uh, or we had a weekend 
of training uh, a couple of weekends ago. I couldn't make the Saturday during the day. So they, they obviously had training during the day and then they went out on the, on the Saturday night in Cardiff. Um, but I'm in charge of all the social media accounts. So I was seeing it all oh. <laughs> on, on, on Vail on, on social media. Um, and one of the guys, um, David Bradbury, um, he posted a, and I don't know why he tagged Wales Dragons dodgeball in it, but he did. Um, he uh, tagged a tray of, I think, Sambuca shots um, <laughs> and tagged Wales dodgeball into it, to which I then replied on the on the story. And I said, good to see that the squad are getting um, properly hydrated with glasses of water <laughs> ahead of training tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that, I think that um, kind of tells it right there. He tagged, yeah. wrong, he meant to tag you, but he tagged, he tagged <laughs> Wales dragons in it. Yeah. So that's all you need yeah. to know. I, uh, I think so. I, I think we'd give the Irish a good go, but I, the, the Irish are a different species at drinking. This is the thing. So I, I think, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, it's not something I'm going to be spending too much time training our guys to get better. At. That, that's I'm, I'm going to focus on the dodgeball. That, that's fair. And this thread became a wildfire. Yes, it did. It um, did. I think Elisa, Elisa got involved in that as well. Oh, right? she did. So, so my yeah. first one, I see we went from how grateful, what What are you grateful for today to I chose violence. <laughs> Obviously, she said, yes, I forgot. Please include that question. That's why I asked it first. It's included. And this is where I have an offer. Should I have a table set aside for the Welsh and Irish to have a drink off to see who's left standing after drinking their body weight in pints, she says, I mean, yes. we'll take them on. We'll take them on. Oh, we'll take them on. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's see what bar or what Airbnb I could find. Okay. Yeah. David Bradbury. David, yes. this, the, the, the man, the legend right here. The Why do you feel yeah. like this drink off is the real Euro showdown? Looking forward to the live stream. I'm not <laughs> live streaming this. I, I got no signal out there. Um, like I say, I'm in charge of the social media for Wales, so uh, okay. I could live stream it on the Instagram if um, you know if if we decide if, to. If Bradbury is down, okay, um, I'm gonna sit back and watch. Han chose violence with this one, and if her sister is coming through, I'm letting you know right now the tide for the Irish is favorable. She not losing. <laughs> This I'm is the say, thing; they're a fit. They they know what they're doing. In that I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you right now. Let me just say this. If Hannah's sister's in there, that's like having the Hulk. Like she just you you done, son. You done. Yeah. yeah. Lisa, yeah, she wants shots at the gala. She says she's <laughs> down. I'm like, all right, well, NI's chances get better. Okay. Um, James Robinstone. Why yeah. no women's development squad for Wales? I would assume it's just a numbers thing, right? Essentially that's it. I mean, um no, like I said, we uh this is this there's a couple of things right so the, the 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 challenge that we're facing in wales is we have two major squads two major teams that play um consistently so ronda uh, dragons and uh Kamarth and wizards so the pool of players that we're automatically pulling from from a, that are purely you know playing in wales or play for a welsh club is is fairly small so yeah. a lot of our players come from english uh, based teams um the Welsh unis aren't really playing dodgeball. No idea why. There was a Welsh league. It got disbanded a couple of years ago. Um, and so we're naturally kind of up against it in terms of kind of building that kind of talent pool. That said, we did have, I think, our best turnout at trials for women, 
Um, but and you know we've we've managed to have a squad of I think uh, we we took forward sixteen and we're going to take eleven or twelve to the Euros this year. So the fact that we've got that kind of depth is something that we've not had. I mean, Euros twenty eighteen that we took six women. Like <laughs> you know that the, there was six women that that could play. So um, you know we, we're, we're definitely making strides in the right direction. Um, it's certainly something that we'd love to do, but at the moment it's just a pure numbers thing. I, if we could get to the point where we can, even if it's a relatively small women's development squad, we would be, we'd love it. But at the moment, I think if we started one, we'd I think I'd have maybe two or three names on it. And so that's just not viable at the moment, but it's absolutely on my agenda. Um, it's absolutely a long-term goal for us. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, uh, James is, um, James works for for British Dodgeball and is kind of the development officer, the development officer for the Southwest. So, very much interested in what he's doing in terms of, um, you know, setting up, um, helping support setup of dodgeball clubs in that area. Because obviously, you know, um, you know that English Welsh border is is quite fluid in terms of you know people that have got grandparents that are Welsh or, or what have you. And so, yeah, we're we're you know really keen to kind of obviously continue to to build in terms of numbers of people coming through um but it's, yeah it's just one of the challenges that we've got um but like i say long term it's definitely something we'd want to do like i say to continue building that um pool of players um because like i say we can't always rely on just you know 16 16 people you know there's you know for sure they might decide to to move on uh, you know a few of them um might not be available and then suddenly a pool of players just you know just, just really shrinks so that and so that's the challenge you know um if if i had at least six right now women that i would have to see as the development squad um candidates i'd have set it up already it's just purely a, a numbers game um that said i think what has we've we've taken on a couple of women that I think he may maybe in the purest sense would be probably more developmental players. Um, but we brought them into the senior squad because like I say, we see a lot of potential with them. And um, so one um one girl who's not going to go to Euros as a player, um, but certainly we we see she's got a really bright future. She's been playing uni dodgeball for less than a year. Um, and honestly, every time she comes to training, she's showing something different and has taken her game up and up and up. And and we know she's just not quite ready for Euros at the moment, but that is absolutely no kind of detriment to her at all. The, the, yeah, the strides no, she's not her at all. No, absolutely not. Like, you know, next year, if we're in the Western European Championships, we might be able to take two women's squads. And so, that you know, oh, we'd wow. hope. Yeah, that's the, that's the hope. Um, and so, yeah, that, yeah, so we're trying to develop players, but like I say, we want to, um, yeah, that, I'd love to set up a women's development squad at, at some point. Um, so if anybody's, you know, no matter how much experience you've got and you listen to this podcast and you've not played international dodgeball and have got some Welsh heritage, um, hook me up, let me know. Uh, you know, we can, if there's interest for it, we'll make it happen. For sure. Um, Robert Clark, he asked yes. two questions. What's been your biggest learning? So, okay. I'll, I don't know what what it's been your biggest learning so far. Yeah, I guess he's asking like being part of this. In this yeah, I'm guessing that's what he means, like being a part of the. Okay. Yeah. Um. Good question, Rob. Um. Uh. How do I answer? I think. Um. 
it, when I first started in the role, one of the first things I said to the squad is, don't forget, I am a guy that works, uh, you know, has got a full-time job Monday to, <laughs> Monday to Friday. <laughs> and I have got, um, you know, I also play a bit of dodgeball. I've got other hobbies and a personal life. Um, but sometimes I forget that other people are doing the same thing. So I, what I've got to recognise and I've got to get better at is, um, when I'm working with the rest of the coaching team and what have you, I've got to recognize that they're also working and they're also trying to fit this in, in around. So while sometimes, you know, in your day job, if you're, you know, and I manage a team of people in my day job and, you know, it's a case of, can we sort something out next day or two days? And I can be more confident that they, they, they'll get it done because it's their working part of their working day. Right. Yeah. But, you know, you're asking essentially volunteers to, um, to, to dedicate this bit of time and so I think my biggest bit of learning is just that the, the pace of things is not always going to be you know lightning quick it's going to take little little bits of time and it's sometimes it's just a case of um do little things that then accumulate and just kind of chipping away at these types of things um I mean I'd love it if I was a paid Wales manager but <laughs> I don't None think of we're, us there. Are in that position. we're not there yet as a sport yeah. right so um I think that's just that's probably one of my biggest learning really is that um is that and i think so like i say please don't interpret that as a, a critique of any uh, please no. don't take that coaching team please do not take that as a critique <laughs> at all no, it's I just me it forgetting it's just me forgetting that um you know we're all working around these things and i think as well it's just also the challenge of everybody's got different opinions about what's good what's bad what's you know what's the best way forward and i think sometimes it's just a case of um uh, sometimes I've got to put my foot down. Sometimes I've got to take the opinion of others and, and, you know, not be so set in my ways as either. So it's a, it's a kind of, it's a, it's a learning process for me as much as, as everybody else really. For sure. Um, that's, that's actually a really good um, perspective you shared. Cause like, yeah, like yeah, we're, we're essentially a group of volunteers putting on the biggest show in a couple months. Yeah. I mean, and just to dispel any rumors, I am not making a single dime editing this at all. Um, <laughs> I just produce this content because I enjoy it. And I love talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. oddball with people all over the world. Yeah. Why not? Um, how have you found the step from player to manager so far? Um, I think that the, the proof in the pudding will be October. So I'll probably be able to give a much better answer to that. Um, <laughs> but certainly, um, I think now I'm managing, I now I've got a greater appreciation of those that manage dodgeball clubs or run um, international setups or take up any of these kind of more uh, positions of responsibility in, in any kind of dodgeball club or what have you. Because there's just so much stuff that if you're just purely a player, you just do, you don't see it. If you, if you, if you see what I mean, like um, certainly when I was part of the Welsh setup as a player, you know, I didn't think twice about oh venues got to get venues booked and paid for you got to chase players for money hate that bit um uh you got to you know you you got to work out the politics of who's selected who's not selected all of this kind of stuff right and it you know it's it's just so much stuff that you don't always see and um yeah and I think if I was going back to 2018 Phil when I was a player I'd probably thank the guys the management team and the coaches then a little bit more because yeah just because I know now what they're you know what we're you know doing. what they go so, through yeah and so you know huge shout out again to anybody that's 
when we get to Euros, any of those guys and girls that are giving up their time just to purely coach or purely manage um, and are not on the playing side, just, you know, we're all doing it for the love of it. Um, and, you know, the fact that you're giving up your weekends and giving up annual leave days to go to Euros and do all the stuff ahead of Euros, um, you know, it's, it's a lot. And I suppose that's, that's the key thing I'd say is just the, the other stuff that we're doing um, day in, day out, really. For sure. Um, this is your star pupil, Charlie. Uh, oh, any yeah. chance of an England dev versus Welsh dev? Uh, looking at it right as we speak, trying to get something in the diary. Oh, okay. So he's yeah. looking at it while we're doing this interview. Got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we, we, we've just got to find a date, but it's something that myself and uh, Jen have been uh, England have been talking about. And yeah, uh, we'd certainly like that. I That's think another one for... I want to have uh, share her story one day. Yeah, uh, it should be far more entertaining than I, I think. But um, yeah, I think <laughs> I've um, had her on before, but like doing recaps. So I definitely want to yeah. get that uh, story out there at one point. And she's doing some great stuff with England as well. So yeah, I think oh, she'd be yeah, great. For sure. But yeah, we definitely want to get England versus Wales dev going. Um, it's just trying to find a date in the busy dodgeball calendar. Um, but it's definitely something that's on our agenda. Nice. And Mark, Mark Hopkins, what has been the highlight? Who? Who? Mark Hopkins. Oh, wow. oh, Mark. Oh, that guy. That guy. Wow. The Go shade. On. What has yeah. been the highlight of your dodgeball career and why was it captaining the Spartans thirds? What's been the highlight? Why was it the Spartans thirds? Um, hmm. Well, it definitely wasn't any of the supporters we had on the sideline. Um, <laughs> oh, son. Uh, oh, you getting them back for all the, okay. I, I, see I, call, it, I, I think it's at least two or three one now, right? It must be two or three one. Um, <laughs> no, I think he's got a <laughs> two or three one audio form. Yeah, it's got to be. Um, no, I think definitely last season was a highlight for me because, you know, it. Um, I, I hadn't captained a team um, for that. I, I on off done a few bit of captaincy, but I never kind of prolonged for, for, for that whole season. Um, and so just kind of being part of that whole process and the whole journey was just really, really gratifying and, and really seeing those guys grow. And, and, and we were really, I, I don't know if, Mark kind of really painted the picture last time, um, but it was a brand new team that was thrown together. Like these, the the Hopkins boys have played together, obviously, but you know there were so many of us that hadn't necessarily stepped on court on the same team ever. Really, there was you know there was a lot of new players coming into the into the Spartans and what have you. So the fact that we were able to kind of over the course of the season get better and better as a team um, and nearly get a title out of it was just unbelievable really so it was a real highlight for me um I think when I was at the season before when I was playing for the seconds and um again helping them to promotion that year um was a, a fantastic highlight but I think for me um nothing will be when I put on a whale shirt for the first time um at the North European champs and just yeah um my nan was always a proud Welsh lady, as I said right at the start with the whole number 44 thing. And so, um, yeah, I just knew that if if, she, like, if she'd have been around, unfortunately she's no longer with us, but if she'd have been around, like I know she'd have been super proud seeing me in a Welsh shirt doing, representing Wales at something. Um, so, yeah, I think 
they, those those are probably some of my top top highlights. Um, but I've got to give Marcus credit. I'm going to be really nice to him now. Um, <laughs> there was one uh, play when we were playing against Essex, and uh, we were chasing the game. Uh, we were chasing we were a couple of sets behind, so we and we were getting towards the end of the second half. And uh, they had one player in. I think we had three. Um, one of the guys threw at me, and I basically pinged the ball up to myself. Right, so the ball deflects off the ball I'm holding, goes up in the air, and I make a bit of a diving catch. Right, um, and Mark bless him is obviously recording it all on his phone for his uh, for his TikTok. So he sends the, the <laughs> he sends that through, and it's that classic kind of you see it all kind of um, all on court. You see the whole court footage until the second I catch the ball and then he kind of does this ah! craziness and then you just see the oh, kind of screen go everywhere. No. no, it was great. It was fantastic because it was just him getting... He didn't catch it though. I did catch it. I did catch it. And we, no, 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 no. But I'm saying he didn't catch it on film because he's fumbling. Literally, the, literally the moment I catch it, literally as it's settling in, he then goes crazy, right? So, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so you see it, and then you just see the phone go crazy, like everywhere, and <laughs> you see the ceiling, okay. and you see, you know, everything else. So um, that, you know, when it when I watched that back, that was that was that was the highlight. So I I'll see, give, I I'll give, uh, I'll send it over to you. But yeah, oh, was, for sure. um, I've got it. I've got it. Don't worry. I've got okay, it. you got um, it. Because okay. <laughs> the way you made it sound, you made it, like initially. I heard. Or the way oh, it came off to me that like once you blocked it, he started fumbling. Oh, no, no, and that's my bad. You that's don't my see bad. the catch, but you see the okay. No, that's my that's bad. How that's how I go. Okay, but that's cool. That's he caught that moment for you. It was a great moment. Yeah, it was a great moment. Unfortunately, we didn't win the game, but we um, we kept it. This was against so. uh, Essex. Yeah. All right. Let me. I got. I got. I got to break the fourth wall here, right? Um, because on. because of what Mark uh, he alluded to something um, in the next one. Look, I don't know when this divide is going to happen. British dodgeball. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you put the Spartans third and Essex on the on the on the south end? Just put them on. The that's south. what that's what that's what the hope is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put them on. Put them on the south because this is going to be a marquee matchup for sure. <laughs> Spartans third versus the Blade. Just just put them on the south. Just do it for the content. Do it for the. Do it for the host that you love, I'm sure. Absolutely, um, absolutely. I, I'm, and... I'm all for it. I'm all for it because we'll, we'll, we'll come back with a W this time. Oh, there we go. I got two people. First, the Hopkins and now you. You're saying it on record. Y'all going to get that dub. We're coming back. All right, Mark, assuming Sergio has made it happen, I wish I could make it happen, so that Spartans can play Essex Swords next year, what will the score be? Now he's asking you to predict the score line. Ooh. Um... <laughs> And because you said something nice about Mark, that's negative one, just for the record. Yeah, yeah. That's a negative one on that tally. Uh, I look, we've the two games we've had against them, we're both really close matches, um, you know, set or two between us. So, as much as I'd love to go in and say 20 nil, um, I I think I'll be more realistic. I think I obviously I'm going to back our guys to do it. Uh, I'd say something like 14, 12, something along those lines okay. where, um, you know, yeah. I think a bit like I was saying about Wales, where, you know, we've those key decisions in like the last like 30 seconds, 10 seconds of matches, which sometimes can just sway one player from one side or a crucial catch at the wrong time or or, or what have you. Um, yeah, I think if we can get some, if we can just um, make you know, if we can just show up in a few more of those bigger moments and um, yeah, we'll, 
yeah, I think we can we can turn a set or two around that, that can make the difference. And and yeah, you know, a close it will be a close game. If we play each other again next year, it will undoubtedly be a close game and undoubtedly we'll probably come down to the last. This will be the the showdown in the in the was it are you guys in league two? Uh, I don't know what league they're going to call it. It's going to oh, be south, oh yeah, because they're going to be is, yeah, yeah. This will yeah, be yeah. the showdown of that league in the south. Trust me, people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mark Hopkins, can you pretend to be me in the challenge against David Skull from Chippenham? Are you aware of this uh, challenge? Oh yeah. I, I, can you honest, can, can you be his body double and take that? <laughs> to be honest, Mark, you're probably better off going on court yourself, my friend. Uh, I think my talents that's, are dwindling. That's so, what I was uh, saying. That's what I was saying. I was saying this. I was like, dude, you got a backyard back there. You got two sons. You got, got a drill sergeant in Ryan who's going to get you in shape. You got this, man. David exactly. called you out. You got, yeah, you got yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And also, you know, um, he's one nil up against me apparently in training. So, you know, it, what, what good would I be? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, you got one on the, you got one on the, on the, on the, on the king of the dragons. You got one right here. You got one over on him, and you reminded him. The, the, the I, problem is, I still can't believe he sent you that message. That is cool. Uh, do you know what it is? The problem is my main talent. I'm I'm much more of a catcher than I am thrower or dodger. So my main that's that's my main part of my game. Mm. And obviously, when he throws it at me and I don't catch it, what else have I got? What else have you got? <laughs> yeah. I mean, at that point, um, it's just dodging or something. It's else. probably that's probably why he said one nil as well. Because you know, if uh, you know. If it had been something else, then if he'd caught me out, for instance, I'd been like, "Well, my throw's terrible, mate." So it's, you, you know, <laughs> I'd, I'd be worried if you weren't catching it. But yeah, the fact that he was throwing against me and I didn't catch it, All poor right. form from me. I'll, Another... have, I'll have him next time. Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. Uh, last question from Mark: uh, What well, is your, which is your favorite country for beers, and when are we going? Um. So I guess I you travel to... to try different uh, beers, or you just travel I, a lot. I, I've I've done a bit of traveling in my time. I went to Brussels in Belgium um, back in February. Um, they know their beers. There's a lot of beers in in Brussels. I don't know if you've ever been, um, but yeah, if you like your beers, there's hundreds of like microbreweries over there that just all make their own beers. There's one that I was a bit, particularly a big fan of because they insist on serving you in this kind of horn shaped uh, beer glass. Oh, nice. amazing um so yeah i'd definitely say brussels very accessible from the uk um so yeah mark well i'll go drinking there brussels. anytime brussels, brussels in belgium all right uh last one from david bradbury where do you see the growth of welsh and uk white dodgeball and then going in the next decade Ooh, that's a big question um there's some really we've got a good university setup but i think there's there's definitely work to be done for other more universities to take part there are some very prominent programs at places like warwick university of birmingham uh nottingham and, and at derby and a, and a few others um i'm sure there'll be other people screaming at this going what about the my uni but um as i mentioned there's there's a you know I mean, like I say, I work in the university sector. In the UK alone, there's about 140, 145 universities, right? So we've probably got, if we've got 10% of those playing university dodgeball at the moment, I think, you know, that's probably a fair reflection, but that suggests to me that 90% aren't playing university dodgeball. So if, you know, we can expand the number of universities 
playing dodgeball um, and bringing pe- players into the into the game. I think that's going to benefit dodgeball clubs across the country. It's going to you know benefit the the national team setups. It will hugely benefit us in Wales. Like I say, you know, we're not bringing we haven't got any Welsh um, universities as far as I'm aware. There were a few in the past, but I don't know if we've got any current dodgeball teams at, at universities in Wales at the moment. So yeah, we are relying on Welsh players going to places like Warwick and Birmingham, and then, you know, um, declaring that they want to play for Wales uh, when they're playing at, at university level. So, I think that's, I think that's a, a, a real potential growth area. I, I think that's something that I haven't got the power to 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 do to do all that. But if we could, you know, throw something at that to to develop more university teams, then. Um, I think that would only uh, that would only strengthen the 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 sport in the UK. Um, there's probably more deeper rooted things. I know British dodgeball is doing a lot at youth level, and there's some really exciting programs there. But yeah, I also you know um, that the university thing is 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 a huge one if we can. So many players have come through university. Why not try and grow that pool of of, of players? Yeah. Really, when I foster what's been fostering the growth of the sport in yeah, yeah, yeah. or another. That's actually a really interesting question from him, considering that you mm. told me that he tagged Wales dodgeball after a night social. <laughs> that tells me right there when he, he when he's sober, he's on his right state of mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he's he, not, he's not tagging you. He's tagging an organization. Yeah, he's um no, he's he's a, he's a really good guy, David, and um he's doing a lot for his club that he's part of. So I know he's. Oh, what club you part of? Oh, now you're asking. It's just escaped my mind. Um, it's one down south somewhere. Um, ah, Northwest. It's something down there. I forget. I can't remember every player's name, um, every player's <laughs> team. Unfortunately, uh, let me just quickly check no. his. Um, we doing his... this live right now, people. We doing. This. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> checking his Instagram just to make sure. Um, some I think he has been part of Thunder Judge. He's been part of the University of Leicester. It's one of those. He's been part of a few different clubs. So apologies, David. I yeah, um, but I know he's been. I know he's been involved in some of those. So he's he's again. He's just one of these examples of somebody that's just super passionate about dodgeball. And he, um, really good kind of community person um, in, in in dodgeball. Um, really part really pleased he's part he's actually going to be he's one of our development players um oh, nice. uh, so really pleased that he's part of part of that you know he's a really good character to have around i think he's a bit of a natural leader as well so i'm sure he'll be taking a natural kind of maybe he he might be a candidate candidate for for captaining that team um at, at some point you know he's, he's he's got those kind of qualities so yeah i'm just sure. trying to be really nice to him now i've forgotten which team he plays for <laughs> nah, it'll fun. come back to me once the minute it, we stop it'll come back once i press uh, stop on yeah. the thing it'll come back and the i'm gonna press stop and then i'm gonna add it in post like oh he played that's on it this. yeah 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 yeah. that's the magic in post we're not live that's, that's um it. so we've definitely talked for roughly over two probably, hours right now probably too like, long probably too long <laughs> too i've probably given you too much work to do i've given you far too much work to do with the editor ah, you're fine like i never make any apologies for how long this up these episodes would be they could be two hours they could be five um i know last time i, I had a or a couple years ago um i had a guess that like i almost had a three-hour episode with i'm like wow. no problem with it it's fine we'll edit that it's fine 
It was a lot of solid content, but I'm going to ask you the legacy question. So, on, Phil, man. how would you like to be remembered once you step off the court for the final time as a player, as a coach? Uh, that's that's a really good one. Um, so, as you know, I was thinking about dodgeball retirement because um, that's obviously, I think, uh, Mark and the Hopkins boys were, were keen to make sure I came back for at least one more year. Um, one more year. <laughs> one more year. One more year. So I am. I can reveal I am coming back. Um, but what do, I think, um, on a play, as a player side, I, I think you know, I'd hope that people just um, see me as a you know a half decent person, that's a good person to be around as part of a club or, or what have you. But I think in terms of the the legacy piece, I think. Um, I think where I probably have the most impact is with this current role in Wales. And I think if, you know, regardless of results, if we have got a structure in place that is developing more players, you know, if we can get to the point where we've got a women's development squad, for instance, we're producing results in the, on the men's development where they're, and, you know, they're preparing themselves to get into the senior squad and we're seeing players move transition from dev to, to senior and pushing for those places, you know, um i've I've also introduced um so working at the university of birmingham i've um i work with a lot of sports science students um and so they are typically coming to me and begging me to find them help them find some work experience in sports teams because it's just notoriously difficult to get hold of um and so i set i've set up a, a voluntary work experience program and i've got four sports science students um working both individually and collectively with the Wales squad at the moment with a view of helping um, all of us be better at nutrition, be better at um, exercise, get fitter, all of that type of thing. You know, we've, we've heard about, you know, heart, the, the, we're going, we're going to 20 minute halves um, at Euros for the first time. We've got slightly bigger courts. There's going to be a lot more work for the, for the team to do. Um, And so that kind of fitness and conditioning side is really important. So, I think if, you know, let's say in two years time, I step down as Wales or I get thrown out as Wales manager, I'd like people to recognize that it's in a better, not that it was in a bad place, but that it's, in a, you know, it's, it's, it's stepped up in terms of the, not, not that we're trying to make it uber professional, but it's more of a professional environment. It's a, it's an environment where players feel like they can come and improve their game, develop, have a really good time build a really you know it's a more of a family-based culture in wales that that type of thing um and like I say you know if we can get all of those ingredients right then 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 hopefully the results on court would show but if nothing else we've got some of these kind of bits in place and we're looking to kind of innovate and create and and you know look at ways where we can make strides as a as a nation so that's where i think the legacy if if there is such a thing for me um yeah if, if the legacy piece is there then i think it will be where i've been able to to push wales to um you know in terms of the the setup there i definitely um would say that probably be the biggest opportunity to make your mark so to speak um mm. the one thing i will say and i kind of I'm going back to what you said earlier when like mm. you know, you're pressing for like volunteers and you had a bunch of people flood your inbox and a bunch of people, you know, you were afraid of crickets in your inbox when you had that call. And all of a sudden you have a gang, you know, a, a rush of people trying to help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the one hand, I look at that and 
And I say, well, that's just, that's solid because who else wouldn't want to be involved in, in the national program in one way, shape or form. But in the other, I look at it as, well, who, look at who they're directly helping. They're helping you. You're the one that put that call out. You're the one that, you know, was announced that, you know, got the head of, you know, Wales position a couple months ago. You know, you're the one that they gravitated towards. You're the man, you're, you're, you're the man that everyone's, you know, leaning towards in that end. Now, I'm not just not going to sit here and say that that wouldn't be the, res- you know, that result wouldn't happen anywhere else. But I would argue you had a hand in that. There's something about your character that people want to gravitate towards. There's something about your leadership that people want to gravitate towards. There's something about you that you made, in, you know, that you made some kind of impact in someone's life, whether innocuous or otherwise. People are gravitating towards you. So when, you know, when you, and then you kind of sell yourself short in uber professional <laughs> kind of thing, it can be. Yeah. It yeah, can yeah. be. It yeah. can be. I mean, yeah, it, it may, maybe not everyone wearing suits or whatever, that's fine, <laughs> but it can be a, a better setup. And it was a great setup to begin with when, when you mm. hopped on. So it can be better and it will be better by the time you leave. Mm. It may even be that uber professional type of thing. It may even be that standard you see out in Heinz Field in, in Pittsburgh that you're, <laughs> that you're developing and you don't even know it yet. You might be yeah. the Bill Cower of your time wow that would be mike, that would be setting up for a mike tomlin down the road i'm telling you right now <laughs> for the people at home y'all know what i'm talking about Absolutely. i can see that very much in you because of not just of what you're willing to do for wales but because of the culture you have in your club level you have the world's best athletes at your club level you have some of the world's best cloth coaches at your at your um domestic level you also have a, a madman who's going to train you like crazy and have your legs feeling like jelly at the end of the session. So tell me, tell me that, you know, you can't come, you can't take experiences from that and apply it to the national level. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. I can. 100%. But yeah. And 100%. I made, I made the team do burpees as well, but yeah, I'm, got, I'm quite glad I'm dishing them out rather than. <laughs> exactly. What did we say before it, 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 about pressure? You're either applying it or it's being applied to you. So now yeah, you're applying yeah. that to someone now else. I'm just applying it to someone else and they can do oh, it. But I, uh, I just want to say like, I, I do believe, and I'm going to go on record and saying, I do believe the, the, uh, cause I think, um, it was asked before, can the men's, uh, can Wales men's medal? I believe they can. And it's because of the hell that you're going to put them through. It's because of what they're going to pre- be prepared to do. And they're going to be ready to do that damage once they touch ground. And that's because of your leadership and the people under you in that sense. So I look uh, at you as a strong leader. I look at you as someone who sees the long game and someone who's going to leave a solid structure once it's over. And that's the sad part is that we don't realize what we have until it's gone. And I don't want, and I don't want people to take you for granted now, because once you're gone, that's going to be some pretty big shoes to fill, bro. It really is. Well, they're only size 10, so it shouldn't be too big. But um, <laughs> no, that's really kind of you to say, honestly. It's, really kind of, it's, it's really kind of you to say, I think. And, and, um, and I will say this, you and I are the same age, and I'm yeah. in the best shape in my life. So I don't want to hear talks <laughs> about retirement anytime soon. Like that's I'm where, we, that's where we differ. That's where we differ. That's I'm where we differ. Not, that's where because I'm definitely not in the best shape of my life. <laughs> when uh, when when Neely asked me to do a burpee, I honestly the, my first fear is I'm not getting back up here. Uh, when I'm down there, when I'm on the floor, there is a there is a moment. If am I getting back up? Um, so yeah, I do need to I, I do need to get back on the fitness train. Um, but it's yeah, I think 
Yeah, it's really kind of you to say that. I also just say that I think our women's team's got a, a fantastic chance of meddling as well. If, oh, for if, sure. Um, no, yeah. No, I was just alluding you know, to, I think um, someone asked about the men's side. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, 100%. That's what I was alluding but I, to. I wouldn't like our women to get forgotten about because, like I say, as you yeah, know, no, we've they, got some they, oh, they definitely get, players. They definitely get medals. They def, they, they, they're going to get a medal or two. Trust me. I, I will say that. I'm not, I'm not I'm betting not, against Elisa. I'm not betting against Amy. I've been uh, watching them for – for a long time, I know what they can yeah. do. Yeah, I'm not the one that's going to bet against them. But if someone is going no. to, I'm going to take your money. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, no. but I will yeah. say this: like a lot of people are going to know you, and I'd rather people know you now than when you're gone. Let's get that appreciation for you now. Thanks, man. You're gone. Let's get those flowers sent to you now, and not at the last day. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. rest in rest, knowing that a lot of people, even outside of Europe, are going to know your name. Your legacy is going to be cemented, and the damage you're going to do up in Croatia, I'm going to be there to, to see it live. So let's see we're that. Looking forward to, we're looking forward to it. We're looking right. forward to it. <laughs> For sure. Um, do you have any final shout outs before we wrap up? Uh, I've probably forgotten a few, but yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah, the, honestly, I think this is what's great about, about dodgeball. There's just so many good people across the, you know, across the whole sport um it's yeah it's a sport that's changed my life it's um for, for certainly the, the, the positive you know of course there's always the ups and downs with dodgeball of course there's always going to be um but you know you take the rough with the smooth but i think for the whole it's it's a fantastic sport it's a fantastic community it's full of lots of really good passionate people and it's just great to be a part of it um and do my bit within it so yeah long may that whole kind of spirit continue and yeah, looking forward to Euros. So yeah, um happily go for a beer with anybody on sun on the Sunday after Euros, yourself included, sure. Sergio. Um sure. and you know, honestly, I you know, again, slightly biased, but you know, I'm gonna back our Wales girls and guys to go and show what show Europe what we're all about. And honestly, there'll be nobody prouder than myself if we were able to walk away with a medal or two. So um that's gonna be the goal, that's gonna be the aim. Um, and we're going to have a lot of fun whilst we do it. For sure. All right. And that was my interview with Phil. Phil, thank you so much for hopping on and pretty much not only sharing your story, but making making the, the last couple hours pass by really quickly. I look forward to meeting him. Uh, we, I don't think we've had a proper meeting. And um, I think my next set of interviews will be a lead up to Euros. So I might just stay on the international scene for the time being. Um, still working my uh, arrangements as far as from where I'm going to be staying and how I'm getting around, but uh, I look forward to it. I, this is going to be, hands down, the best Euros ever. All right, um, if you stayed with me up until this point, thank you so much and have a wonderful day.